We're live. Ryan, we're here. We're chatting comic books. We are here. Woo! We made it. Podcast number 39. 39. I had to to do a double check how many fingers I have. I have nine fingers, so it works fine. Oh my gosh, comic fam. Yes. 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 That's that's you. It's the Bags and Boards podcast number 39. In the house with Fire Guy Ryan. Yo, how you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great. Dude, we have a packed show for the comic book community, the best community in the world. We're chatting expensive paper. Yo, we're going to be getting into a bunch of stuff, yo. Like PGX sent some stuff in. I'm just going to like. You can't see it, but there's a whole bunch. I'm, in just, front of I'm me. just being real with the comic fam. PGX sent some things in. Hit the like button for us. Hit the subscribe button for us, comic fam. If you're new to the channel, we're going to be getting into it today. We have stuff that you sent in. We got my homie Ryan here because, you know, when we're chilling. That's right. We're kicking it like every single day. We're chatting about what we're putting on our poll list today, and we're going to dive into this conundrum. What makes someone stop reading a comic and a comic on their poll list? We're going to be getting into your comments, your questions, and I'm trying to use every button on the soundboard because I know Ryan freaking loves it. I love it. it. I'm back back on the soundboard show, man. It's good. How do you feel, man? Because you just got your second vaccine. I did. uh, Five hours ago now. I got mine two days ago. Yesterday, out all day. Like, I was so ill. I couldn't even get out of bed. It was that bad. I was getting the chills, sweating. Basically a normal day for me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't leave bed. I just sweat all day. I can't wait. Is that like a normal Ryan day? Yeah, it feels like someone cut my arm off and put like a wooden replica arm on on my shoulder joint. Can you relate to Ryan, comic fam? You know, we're going to be getting into the show. Um, I'm thinking we should start off with some viewer comments, though, because there was a handful of fun ones last week. And as you know, we like to read your comments and this first one well, i think is going to fit well into our first subject of the day so let's get into it dan trombetto says glad to see this kind of vid he's referencing the weekly polls vid that we do um i love specking as much as the next guy but sometimes it's nice to just talk about a good story for a damn change and i didn't say damn but i'm gonna just uh fill that word in there because i feel like this is really like it's home for me because we chat so often about prices and spec and, you know, I call it comics. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm constantly looking at deals. Same with the guru, same with Russ. However, every month I'm also reading comic books and there's like a whole separate enjoyment to this, but beyond the collectible. Yeah. That's where I come in. That's right. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, my, uh, my role is here. That's how I got keeping me rooted. You know what I'm talking about, dude. All right. I big, do. Big thank you to Dan Trumbetto. Also, I want to give a big shout out to this next member. Famos Lee says, so when you read, do you read digitally or hard copy singles collecting would obviously be hard copy? Ryan, obviously. how about you answer this one? All of them. Pretty much all the above, right? Right. Because we have a poll list. We're constantly reading. But then you'll be like, yo, dude, you need to check this thing out. You need to go back in time and read this. That's why you got the Marvel 
uh, what is it? Marvelocity? Marvel Unlimited? Marvel Unlimited. Comixology. Right. What right. other ones do we have? I mean, there's a bunch of them, but I pay like I, 10 to $15 a month for multiple ones because if you can't find it one place, you got to look for another place. And then I have a pull list every single week that I try to pick up, but I pay for it every single month. Shout out, Milgi Comics. On this book that and was specking on. Any others that I'm missing? I mean, graphic novels. I'm, a, I'm really big and a fan of graphic novels. I like reading the whole thing at once. I'm a I'm a gem mint kind of person. I like the biggest, the omnis, sexiest hardcover I can find of a book. Yeah. There are some comics, even like uh, Daredevil or like Immortal Hulk, where I will get it in multiple formats. Like I have digital versions of it. I have single issues because I'm it's on my pull list, and it's so good that I want to have a nice a nice beautiful copy for the shelf. There we go. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. This is from Comics Coin Stamps Collectibles and Gaming. He's talking about you, Ryan. He says he's lucky to only be chasing you, Green Lantern Comics. Theoretically, uh, this member is chasing the entire DC catalog. Theoretically, you know? And that's a thing that's very true in the collectible and the hobby. I feel like whenever I get asked, hey, where do I start? I really have the same type of advice, you know? You don't want to dive into something that's too open. You don't want to collect every Marvel comic. You'll be spending all your money on Bunch of stuff you probably won't care about. Collect every DC comic instead, like this guy was. This, yeah, you know, comics, coins, stamps, collectibles, and gaming. I mean, that's a lot to collect. Y- even his theoretically. Name, comics, coins, stamps, like they, they got a lot. There's yeah. a lot on their plate. So, but he said Green Lantern, and that's what you also I'm, collect. My narrow focus is just Green Lantern. I want every single Green Lantern book, except for the big boy ones that Jeff has. Those don't count. <laughs> Golden Age ones don't count. Ones that cost. Like, Alan Scott don't yeah. count. Nope. Well, All right. Well, no, we'll yeah. see if we can get them there, comic fam. And you know, we're gonna keep your comments. A comment. Oh, I was really excited about this one. This is from Maurice uh, Devernax. Thank you so much for the kind words about my project, Clan of the Devil, the Sonny Bean saga. It's really appreciated. And I'm I'm certain one day a parody will appear with the name Tom Coined. Soggy Bean. Uh, Soggy Beans. Yes. <laughs> so, so here's the thing, comic fam. It's already happened. The day has come. The day has come. The day has come, damn it. A member, and we got to give a big thank you to Nico the Geek, who's showing off the new hero. This one right here. Let's see if I can get a better better shot of it. Uh, Let's see here. Boom. The new hero, Soggy Beans. So if you have been watching our show, if you're you're following our show over on the internet when we go live, and we also have this available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, or iTunes, you'll know that we try to give... Some love to members who are putting in that time, putting in that effort with the independent comic books. And I, for one, cannot read for crap when I'm across the table. And I misread this gentleman's amazing comic book that he brought to Kickstarter. Right? That was a fun read last time. Uh, well, it's, it's Sonny Beans. The Sonny Bean saga. It's not yes. Soggy Beans, but big thanks to Nico the Geek for just... Making soggy beans happen. <laughs> so thank you so much. We do appreciate that. And since a lot of these comments today really started us, started us off chatting about recent reads and comic book right. stuff that we're into, I think oh, it's, oh, it's only fit that we jump into some comics that we're reading right now. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. We are talking about comics. We're talking about comic books. Um, some paper that isn't very expensive. We're talking about stuff that's like three or four bucks, you know, per issue. Pretty yeah, cool. Not expensive at all. Not expensive at all. All right, let's do it. Um, the first thing that we are going to do is, oh man, where do we start? We have three 
We got really? so many, <laughs> dude. Like we have so many. Don't forget. Dope speaking comic of books to chat three, about. we have. Oh, how also, about this? Um, three I, books to give away. Today. You know what? You know what? Bearded comic bro. Ah, oh, bearded Greg. comic bro won the first giveaway. Comic fam, this is something uh -huh. that's going to happen sometimes. Your ears are just going to be bada binged because we do giveaways throughout the show. We're in full control. We are the lords of the YouTube show of the comic book long box, if you would, that is filled with free comic books that we're giving to you. And sometimes as the lords, we will decide who is worthy of getting a free gift. And can we show uh, Bearded Comic Bro what he just won? I'm glad you picked Greg, Bearded Comic Bro, because I do a show with Greg every single week. I like Greg, and I know you yes. wouldn't pick him because you do so many shows. I would have picked him or would not have picked him because I know him. Because so you know him. I'm glad you I, did. I saw him, and he deserves a comic book. He's going to get one of our homages to uh, the classic first appearance of Robin in Detective with the amazing Comic Tom logo on the very top of the train dress. So um, keep commenting, comic fam. Let us know what you think, what you guys are reading. You will randomly be chosen by one of of us possibly so um i'm thinking we need to start with silver coins what do you oh, think okay yeah we're getting into the, the current silver stuff. coin it's okay it's not plural it's just one and oh, you know what there are two of them though oh we are we'll be talking about two issues but mostly just the one this is the time of the show where we uh sit down and chat comic books with my homie <laughs> all right let's do it man um <sighs> this is what we're going to be doing we have Silver Coin. Who is this by? Because it's by multiple people. Hell yes. Silver Coin is an anthology series. Dude, this is by Chip Sidarsky, the first issue. This first issue, yes. It's got the same artist. Every issue is drawn by Michael Walsh. Mm -hmm. But the writer of each issue is changing. That's right. Every time. First every issue time. is Chip Sidarsky, who is like top tier writer for me right now. This is a fun little like supernatural horror anthology. And here's the thing, comic fam. You'll be pleased to know that after just a few of these issues coming out, they're continuing it. They're going to like take it long term. It was supposed to just be a five issue miniseries, but it's so good that they're just like, screw it. We'll just keep going. Um, you want to know how good comic fam? Look at this uh, lineup that they have so far. This is on the inside of uh, page one here. So yeah, this first one, the ticket written by Chip Sadarsky. You're going to know him from Daredevil. This dude is amazing. And we also have a handful of other people. Oh, what's this right here? Jeff Lemire. Yeah, we have a story with him coming up. Um, Kelly Thompson, which is actually in issue two, which we're going to touch on today. Um, but yeah, um, this one right here I wanted to highlight. is This is from Image Comics. Am I right? Yeah, Correct. Image Comics. The Silver Coin. And it follows just, you know, like, what is it? There's a, a, a song, The Greatest Song in the World by Tenacious D. All right. <laughs> yes. That's what I was thinking about. Tribute. Tribute. Okay. Okay. So in this story, we have this lead guitar player. He's rocking out with his friends. He's chilling with his homies and he finds this coin. All right. And here's the thing. He's told by his bandmate to just grab a coin because he's looking for a pick. And if right. you play guitar, shout out to all my members who knows how to play. Hold on. Hold on. Though. Strings. Have you played with a coin before? I have. It's, it's not that good. No. It sounds like scratchy and like. But the thing is, is if you're playing punk rock, it don't matter. You're just slamming, doing those downstrokes. You're so rock and roll, Tom. You know what? It is what we do. But here's the thing. This one in particular, this coin has an eye on it. It's like living. It opens. Right? Did you catch haunted. that? There's different times where it, like it's more, the eye is more closed. And then like it seems like the more crazy stuff is getting the eyes all open. That's right, man. It's open. But this is what he does. He starts playing this song and his bandmates get emotionally aroused. Sure. 
They that's a, that's one on. word for it. They start crying. Everybody in the room's like, "You're definitely playing better than normal. Something's going on." Like, <laughs> They're like, yeah, "Dude, I'm like he's juicing. I'm, he's juicing. He's, he's juicing hard, man. Steroids. <laughs> it's like taking it up to eleven, as they say. As they say. Roll. That's what rock. Yes. So over, he's, he over starts years. jamming. He's playing the greatest song in the world. Um, and actually we have some of the lyrics here, Ryan, can you please, uh, do us a favor and, and read us some of the lyrics to the greatest song in the world being played by our, our protagonist here. You never look my way. You never hear me pray. But you take and take and take and take, 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 We didn't even plan this comic. Dude, this is all improv comic fam. This is what you get. I'm not even Where are you getting this? amazing comic book themed <laughs> content anywhere else comic fam come on hit that subscribe and let's keep it going because although this coin is making him play amazingly you know he's doing really good man he's an ambitious guy he thinks he's gonna get signed and everything as long as he's got this little eye pick everybody else in the band is kind of like okay to just be playing their local band on the in the bar on the weekends they're not really like trying to make a big thing out of this but he's like i want i got dreams i want to go places i want to do things you guys suck <laughs> it's more or less what his attitude is towards his bandmates. Well, what we're going to do is not reveal the ending of this. Okay, good. Comic I'm glad I stopped there. It's <laughs> an anthology, man. I would rather do this. Tell you about issue number two. I because this gonna coin say, is going to okay. turn, take, take our character and it's going to mess him up. It's going to get really, really bad. Is it too much of a spoiler to say it's an anthology, right? So yeah, each every issue stands alone. Is different. By the end of the issue, the coin finds a new owner. Yes. Okay. All right, and we're going to look at issue number two, but I'm only going to show you a couple pages because we don't need to get too much into it because this one is about... Honestly, I didn't like this one as much. You didn't? I like this one better than the first one. Really? Okay, I thought this one was a little little more formulaic. Uh, it was, it was, but I appreciated it because yes. we have a slasher in the woods and a girl going to camp. That's all I want to say. Okay. Right? I mean, that's what it is. Sure. You have a slasher in the woods, girl going to camp, and she's going to get this coin, That's and that's all that matters. Have you... You've gone to camp. Have you been to camp? You Summer know, camp? something funny... I have never been to camp before. Oh, man, I've never my, done that. Have you ever been? Have you been my to camp? parents made my brother and I go to camp like twice. They made you? Can you close that back door real quick? Sure. I all the way? Yeah, just close it all the way. No He's more Butch? Here. Butch is here just chilling with me. We'll see what He's how he He's chilling does. with his homies? That's right, man. Um, but yeah, your, your parents made they you They made go my brother and I go to summer camp. You guys went together? Yes. Okay, and what was that like? What kind of camp was it? It was, like, it was just like this. It was like a, you know, a bunch like a of- standard camp? Standard camp. What are some of the things that they made you do? Oh, God. You did- Eat in the cafeteria with a bunch of strangers, right? Like, sure. That's part. That's part of what you do. Well, they make you, you eat. eat. They they feed you, which is nice. They give you food. They give you food. What did you Correct. do at camp? I ate food. Right. That's the that's the part I liked. Right. They also made you like riveting exercise and stuff. You had to like go on walks and shit. And okay. like, <laughs> I got to shoot a bow and arrow. That was cool. You got to shoot a bow and arrow. We played like flashlight tag at night. That was fun. How many people played flashlight tag with you, Ryan? I don't remember. I was too busy owning everyone. So yeah, yeah. I just love imagining Ryan running My around. My brother and I would flashlight like, tag. Do go commando, like go prone and the not go commando. You that's go it. commando. Commando style. We took our underwear off <laughs> and, and then we're going with the flashlight. <laughs> you know, I meant mess go commando the- style on the ground, you know, crawling in the grass because you didn't want to get spotted with a flashlight. So you get, okay. you get low, you get real low. You Comic go flat fam, like a starfish. We're, we're learning. We're learning. So you would go flat. Yes. Try to stay as low to the ground. Commando yes. style. Okay, we slept well, in cool. teepees. Teepees. That was fun. No cabins. No so cabins. That was, that was different. Okay, this next one that we absolutely need to talk about. That was a fun detour. It is a nice detour, man. A little memory lane. Um, it sounds like a family time. 
And no better way to transition to the next book that we've There's been reading. There's a million better ways you could have done that Nuclear transition. Family. Boom! Oh, my gosh. All right. And for those of you who didn't see what Ryan just did, look at that. He's holding up oh. multiple comic books. All four of them. All I four have, of them. I have all four of them right, really right here. I've only read through issue three, and it's so strange. This is I really a, this like is, it. I was wondering how you were going to describe this one. All it's right, kind of so, hard to describe without going past issue one, right? Uh, okay, so issue one... You know, it's probably best to not get too far deep into it because Correct. issue one. This is a five issue series, by the way. There's right. only going to be five issues. Issue four just dropped. So if you hurry, you can get caught up on a, on a book like Nuclear Family by the time the final issue comes out sometime in June. I really suggest members check this book out. It's a lot of fun and I'm getting a lot of, you know, I think there's a lot of consistency within our members who watch our show. I, you know, I try to gauge their interests, what they like. And when they're surprised, when narratives take them in another direction, it typically goes well. And that's what this book does. We have a nuclear fallout that takes place with the family in the 50s, I believe is right. In the it's 60s, in the yeah? 50s and like 50s? the height of like Cold War paranoia times. As well as time travel. What? Okay, so you are going there. Yeah, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. Sure. I mean, there's time travel, but like, okay, look, take a look at this comic fan. It's like a classic suburban family in the 50s. It really is. But, but this, this, uh, like, first off, this art is, it's really cool. It's I enjoy creepy. it. It's, it's creepy because there's like, there's a level of realism to it. Um, you know, you got Sputnik looking all dope in the pages. Um, you have, uh, Family, you know, the father selling cars. Dad's doing what a car he can. salesman. He's got the two kids. He's got the the homemaker wife. This the, the classic suburban life. And during this classic suburban um, time, he's he's taking in his home with his family. You know, they have to run to the basement because there's this loud noise. And this is just it got me so creeped out thinking about how scary it would be to have bombs going off in your city. You know, and boom, that's boom. Who, that's exactly actually what happens. And he's trying to figure out what's going on. And with nuclear fallout comes questions, you know, what what happened? Is it Sputnik? You know, these types of questions come up. The Russians. And here we go. We, we see the bombs falling on these individuals' home. And he goes out there to try to figure out what's going on. And Don't he gets do that, confronted. by the way. Don't do that. Yeah, if, you, if, you're, if there's a bomb going out outside. Radiation you, and stuff? Yeah, like, it's always about that radiation, dude. I've seen Chernobyl. You have. Oh, I, I, I didn't. I, I couldn't watch it head on, though. That looked a little too real. I had to I, watch I, it in I, the corner of the room while my other my friend watched it. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's rough. But anyways. <laughs> I've um, never heard of that as a strategy before. <laughs> it is when it's too hard to watch. Okay. You know, the, the, the realism gets you. But you know what? This one's fun because it definitely takes a turn. You're like, wait, what's going on? Issue one is definitely like a... It's like I mean, you could say this about any comic, I guess, but issue one is like the introduction. Like it really takes a turn right here at the end of issue one, where he comes out of the house and sees these soldiers, and like stuff takes a weird turn after that. And like Tom mentioned, time travel. I don't want to get any further than that, but it gets weird. It's tough, you know, because we're not trying to give things away too much, comic fam. However, when comics are so damn good, we got to give you a little taste of it. A little taste of taste. Uh, we can, you know, what we can call it. We can call it giving our community a casual fling. You are so good at the transitions. Oh my I, gosh. I this is all right. So, for real, sex is never safe. All right. That's, that's, that's what, what I was this told. comic book is. is uh, Don't have sex. This is what the comic is called casual flings. And, Ryan, right. there is lovemaking in this comic book. And I know it's you are a big right fan there, of that. It's right there on the cover. I know. This is, is that why you were that's why. attracted to this cover? Why yes. you were. Certainly not because of the excellent it track record. Your interest? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
Certainly not because of the creators involved or the publisher involved or. Oh, you know what? We're supposed to be talking about. We that didn't even as well. mention that for Nuclear uh, Family. Okay, well, Nuclear Family, written by Jason Starr. Nope. That's wrong. No, that's, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Stephanie Phillips. Stephanie Phillips. And Tony Shastoon. And then we're talking about Casual Fling, written by Jason Starr. And Delabor. Delabor. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. He is the. Oh, he did the hotel. From, he did hotel. He did hotel. We, we talked, talked about hotel like last year. Ah, uh, that's right. That was okay. a long time ago. So this comic is so dope. Of all the books I read in this last like two weeks, I gotta be real, comic fam. I read this so quick. I had, I could yes. not. Like, and you put didn't it down. finish it, right? The final issue just came out yesterday, and I have not read issue four. Okay. Um. So this one is about a uh, a woman who is taking charge. Working hard, supporting her family. She's like a successful, fancy pants lawyer person. That's right. And temptation. Temptation. Right. She's at like a work party and sees this sexy, suave guy, and they have a cool conversation like people do. That's right. Cool convos. Cool. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Cool convos at the bar. That's what happens to me all the time. I'm just, just sitting at the there bar, having a drink and just chilling. Some beautiful like, people just come up to me. And What's your move, Ryan? Like, okay, you see a, you see a, a lady at the end of the table. Right. Do you just buy her a drink? What, what do you do, Ryan? Just make direct eye contact. You just start looking. Smile. You just start staring. Just staring her down. Let's see here. Show me, Ryan. <laughs> That's Is that the look? Unbreaking, unblinking eye unblinking. contact. Just like, like it works, I promise. You're just looking. Okay, cool, cool. Well, that's not what this... Uh, Buy her things. The, <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's also not really good advice. No, Don't no, do no. either of those things. Well, you know what? We can... Make her we, pay for stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. All right, well, we have this right here. I'm terrible. Don't um, listen we to have, and I Don't listen to Ryan. He's got terrible advice. But you mm-hmm. know what? This person... He's able to win over our, our lead character. And what happens? Oh, my gosh, the unthinkable. She cheats on her husband. Yeah, not my favorite. I mean, yeah. it happens. Yep. And it's happened to this. me before, but I've never been married, I guess. This is a rough one, man. She's got a family. This comic kind of hurts in a it weird does. way. It does. It doesn't feel good to read. It's, it's actually very a very real. You know, it is a, um, uh, but the pacing is so good because you're just going, oh man, this is terrible. What What is going to happen? How are they going to fix this? You're wondering what's going to happen, but you also just know. You just yeah, know where this know. is going in a, in, a, in a bad way. So she's having, you know, time with her family, but she can't stop thinking about she's that thinking, night, God. you know, and this is all an issue one. Like, oh my gosh, you, you meet this family, you meet their husband, you meet her, you know, her fling, her casual fling, right? right. Um, yeah, and as mentioned, they go back to his hotel room. He wears this weird mask. Oh, he's like, I got a kink. I like to wear this mask while I make love. Is that your favorite part of this, Ryan? That is. It's it's the, the That's mask, also the good advice. Wearing. <laughs> wear, wear a mask. But like a whole mask. Like a, a whole mask. Just a brown paper bag. <laughs> just kind of like the like bombastic the Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, my, the Zodiac Killer. I thought you meant like Spider-Man's bombastic no. bag mask. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Get real weird. Well, this is what this guy does. Like, his first thing mm. is like, hey, guess what? I got a mask. I like wearing the mask. And we're going to get busy. And, and she's, she's right down with it. That doesn't really turn her off. And, uh, and then um, here's the thing. She has this hookup. She goes about her normal life. It was a one-time thing. She thought it was done. Right. Unfortunately, he's not done. Oh, no. No, no, no. He starts calling her. Yeah. Harassing. A little bit. Little, uh, I, would say, like, I would say he's harassing her. Calls her a couple times, like when he's at, when she's out with her family, and you know, he, she's just like, "No, don't he's call like, me." Yeah, but I've been thinking about you. Hey, hey, so that's probably how he sounds. And it's also like that. Oh, he looks, God. he looks sexy and gorgeous, but he probably sounds like a troll person. Yeah, it's no good, man. Because you know what? He recorded. He them. recorded the love making comic fam. You got to read your comic books. It gets spicy. It gets heated. Yes. Exciting. That's what I would say. That's the word I would use. You feeling enthused? S- yes. 
I'm feeling pretty I wasn't going to go there, but okay. yeah. Comic fam. Read your um, books. Read your comic books. Oh, and I'm thinking right here, right now, we should talk about some comic books that you could get that are affordable, but that are still keys. Mm. A lot of members like to read their comics, and we're all about that. Some members like to spec on comics, spend a lot of money on comics. We like that too. But here's the thing. There is a medium. <laughs> there's like a, there's a part within that where you're paying a lot of money and you don't have to pay very much money at all to enjoy it, to enjoy the collectible and to add to your comic collecting. So I thought this would be a fun time to talk about just 10 undervalued books that you can find on the hunt, probably for under a, under a couple bucks. But the rule for these ones were like $10 keys and under. And I want to chat about them, especially because we have a Green Lantern specialist on the on the mic today. So we're going to talk about some of the Green Lantern books. I'm that, officially a specialist. You are, dude. I mean, whenever I went to I a doctor Green school Lan- and everything. Dude, who do I call if I ever have a Green Lantern thing to talk about? What ends up happening? I call Jeff Johns. That's right. I call Jeff Johns. I'm like, yo, Jeff, what do I do? And he's like, you need to call Fire Guy Ryan. You know this already. Yeah. I don't know enough. He's told you enough times. Just just skip the call. Call me instead. That's right. So what we're going to do is chat about some comic books right here, right now. $10. And let's find them. Under here we go. Boom. We're gonna start them off with this one right here. All right. So we got, let's see here, ten dollar comics. All right. So these are there aren't in any particular order because they're all could be found for under 10 bucks. And I gotta tell you, this first one right here, I have found so many damn times for a dollar. This is Tim Drake, um, first in the Robin classic costume. Easy book that you can find in high grade in dollar bins. People miss it all the time. And Jason, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Tim Drake will be in the upcoming season three of Titans. Okay, and he's already been cast. So it's one. Is of those, he the one who did the thing with the wheels and the Batmobile? Is that him? Somebody, somebody the took Batmobile? the wheels off the Batmobile one time when Batman was out doing stuff. I don't know. Oh, uh, let me Batman know, comic fam. I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget that in this moment. I just I'm love the sure way this that. cover looks, like how his cape blends into the logo there. You know I'm, why you I'm like digging it? Digging that. It's because it's George Perez. Ah. So on on top of it being a fantastic George Perez cover, we also have him. In a, in a very key, big key moment in the run. And also I want to throw out there that, although it's a little bit more expensive, we did have a member send in via Comic Karma last show, issue 436 of Batman, which is the first Tim Drake. And that book's also spiking after the announcement that in season three of Teen Titans, we're going to see this character. So um, big ups to Batman 442. I think this is a great book um, to be on the hunt for. That and means the only Batman, the only Robin that's not. It was in that Jason show. Todd. Jason Todd was the one who did the talk. Okay. Um, and you know what? Who was the first person to say that? Oh. Nope. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All of course, right, so, it's the hardest one to spell. Okay. Themis, um, yeah. That's the person. Um, cool. What's that say? Uh, Themisadra Comics. Oh man, I did not say that right. <laughs> Sorry, nobody knows how to say okay, it. Okay, hey, Except congratulations. Congratulations, you won um, another comic book. All right, let's keep this going, though, because we have some more to talk about. Um, all right, Ryan, take it over. We have Green Lantern 10. Hey, yes, we do. This is actually the second print. There's two prints. So you have a I first have the print right first here. print right here. So you have the first print, and then you have the second print to, to spec on. And you know specifically, the second print goes for a little bit more. But what can you tell us about this one? This one is the first appearance of Arkilo. Maybe the first appearance of the Sinestro Corps? Yeah, first right? appearance of Sinestro Corps. That's what it says. How do you how do you begin to describe this stuff? Sinestro Corps, I guess Sinestro is like Green Lantern's arch nemesis, right? And he has the yellow ring. He's got his own army, which he starts building in this issue. And I think if you're thinking about the Green Lantern show that's coming out on HBO, that might not be a bad 
I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it all the time. I think Blackest Night is a, it, it's tough to imagine that they are not going to try to find a way to do that. It's like akin to the Infinity Gauntlet. That's what I think. Yeah, it's something that like, it makes sense as a end game kind of, if you will, like at, sure. the, at the end of the line, like you build up to Blackest Night. The way they should do it is take the time to establish all of the different color cores that arise throughout the entirety of Jeff John's sure. run. The first the first one of which is the Sinestro core starting here in issue 10. A good one. That's right. And we know based off of the recent solicitations, um, chatting, not solicitations, but the um, you know synopsis of what's coming, that they're going to be taking us through a timeline that features Alan Scott, the first Golden Age Green Lantern. Right. Um, clear through. Guy Gardner. You know, they Guy cast Gardner. Guy Gardner, the pretty boy from uh, American Horror Story, is going to play He's Guy awesome, Gardner. He's awesome, dude. He's going to be a great I did Guy not Gardner. see that coming, but I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm down with that. I'm down with it too, man. Um, all right. They did. It. They started to do this in the Green Lantern movie last time. Like right. the end credit scene was Sinestro getting a yellow ring, mm-hmm. and it was clear that they were going to do Sinestro Core War, which is kind of like the first major Green Lantern event that happens in the Jeff Johns run. That's probably what they were going to do in the sequel. Right. If it ever happened, but it didn't. All right, this next one on the list, X-Men 248. We're talking about $10 keys, comic fam. Keep an eye on those dollar bins. We have one that you're going to be super surprised could be acquired for under 10 bucks. Doesn't it feel criminally underpriced that the first Jim Lee on X-Men is such a cheap book? I wouldn't know, you know? Like, I, I look at this, and it doesn't, like, scream Jim Lee to me. It doesn't, but once you do know. Once you know, you can see it. In the in Colossus's face, Jim Lee to X Men is akin to me, Chris Claremont to X Men. Ah, you know what I mean? Like Chris Claremont's name is is tethered; it's tied to the run. I disagree, but I know what you mean. But not not to the same. I would I wouldn't. Obviously, it's like Chris Claremont created a lot of these characters. Sure, but like Jim Lee's in his, his like time iconic. Spent, I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely one. I would say easily one of the five most known. When you think of X-Men, you think of the Jim Lee version, I Era, guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. You know, what he does and what he means for the run. Um, considering X-Men keys are skyrocketing across the board, and I'm talking like not just giant size, not just, you know, first appearance of various mutants. I'm talking about moments in X-Men history. You know, the first Avengers um, versus, uh, uh, excuse me, the first time X-Men meet the Avengers in X-Men number nine, for example. Okay. Or you take a look at, um, issue 100, which made the hot list this past week. You know, the first time the old X-Men is fighting up against the new X-Men. Ah. You know, like these event types of books, they're momentous for a reason. And we have Jim Lee on the X-Men title going for under 10 bucks. If you don't grab this for under $5 every single time you see it, I don't know what the comic fam's doing. Green Lantern 28, that's the next one on the list. This is the first appearance of Atrocitus. That's right. He is the uh, the leader of the Red Lantern Corps. And if you got the Green Lanterns who are kind of fueled by willpower, the Red Lanterns are fueled by the, the wearer's rage and, like, anger. So they're a very aggressive, bad group of people, and aliens mostly, and one cat. Uh, Atrocitus. There is a cat. There is a cat who, yes, is a, a very angry cat on the Red Lanterns, and he's freaking awesome. I, I want to find out what his first appearance is. I should learn this. I don't know this. I don't think in first appearance terms. But this is the first appearance of Atrocitus. And if they are going to build up to Blackest Night in an HBO show, they will need to introduce all of these various color cores. And Atrocitus is, if they're going to do Red Lanterns, they're going to have this guy. So there you go. Also, he's just really cool. Looks like Hellboy. This next one here, Star Wars Force Awakens number one. You know, this is a fun one because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I'll be straight. But when I saw that this goes for under 10 bucks, first Kylo Ren, 
son of Han Solo, Princess Leia, of course. You know. Sure. First Rey, which I know and a lot of people didn't care for her as a character. I thought she was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Super smart engineer, right? Um, also, first appearance of Finn, the rogue stormtrooper. These are three major characters for anyone who's recently like getting three, into Star Wars, yeah. which as someone who is, those are the three people that I know kind of more than others. Like, obviously, I've seen the other other sure. movies, but like the ones that are like most memorable to me over the last few new movies, their first appearance in an adaptation goes for under $10. I think this is a great book for under 10 bucks. If you can find it, grab it. It's, Why not? It's, it's one that I didn't even know. You know, and it's these types of books that end up taking off long term. You never know how these characters would, you know, are going to be um, appearing in future movies. But specifically one, Kylo Ren seems like he's here to stay. You know, he's he was definitely, definitely like the, the coolest, coolest character in that. Right. Then the new trilogy. Yeah, That's Kylo, how I felt. Kylo Ren, man. Okay. Moving on. Here Ooh. we go. Number 38. But the second print in particular. The second print of this. Yeah, this is the We're cover. About Green Lantern, issue number 38, the second print. Green Lantern, 38, second print, has Hal Jordan as a red lantern on the cover. That's right. He's got like red coming out of his mouth. It almost looks like they all, Yeah. There's Atrocitus, by the way, on the right yeah, hand side. That that's him. Big, scary looking dude. So the red lanterns like shoot napalm vomit out of their mouth. That's like one of their weird attacks. That's what he's doing there. This is a, a series, a, a, a time in this run when Hal Jordan was kind of trying on different colored. Rings. Yeah, he was wearing a bunch of different ones. So this isn't actually like a major moment, more like just a cool situation that he's on the cover in red. Right. Various people have worn the red lantern. Like Guy Gardner uh, becomes a red lantern at one point. Uh, Supergirl has a red lantern ring for a True. while. Right after this, how Jordan wears a blue lantern ring. He's worn the yellow one a bunch of times. This one's just cool because the red lanterns are fun. Right. I like this one. I, I didn't know the second print looked like this. The first, the first is printing is a lot more boring. I think this is one of those ones where if you're, um, you know, if you have like a Green Lantern completionist or someone who's really into these particular characters, they're going to see this and be like, oh, a second print did this? Yeah, I'm going to buy it. And at the same time, you're going to have other members going, who wants second prints? Why would I ever want a second print? And then you're going to go, oh, yeah, point in case, made. Next one. Um, nope. We have Hawkeye number one, uh, first Solo series featuring Kate Bishop. Look at that, written by Kelly Thompson. That's right. She did Silver Coin number two. Talking about Kelly Thompson. All goes full circle, man. Full circle. This is dope. She's on the cover. We know she's coming. We're going to, you know, we have Young Avengers spec on high gear. We're paying attention. Everyone else is. And there's a handful of these, like, first in their own solo series books that are going for under $10. And look at what Miles Morales did. Sure. Like his first so in his own solo series, will all these get to be like that? Absolutely no. not. He yes. is Miles Morales is in a different category altogether. He's one of the biggest characters of our generation. Bendis, Bendis, of course, of course. But for under ten bucks for a character that's going to absolutely being um, going to be on Disney Plus. She's already been in Endgame, right? Like she was getting. Yeah, tra- she's Hawkeye's daughter in the movie or something. It's gonna happen. Got to keep it going. Next one, Ooh. Green Lantern 39. We have the orange-wearing beast. Right. Like I was saying before, if they're going to do Blackest Night in a show, they're going to need to introduce the leaders of every color core that gets introduced in the Green Lantern run. Sure. This here is the first appearance, first full appearance of Lar Fleas, the only orange lantern, because their power is like based around greed and hoarding stuff. See how he's hoarding the lantern? He doesn't even let it, it go. Yeah, he's... Yeah. It, it just makes you always want. It makes you always hungry, and you're never, like, satisfied, and it's it's really freaky. This whole story arc is really kind of scary. But uh, he's cool. He's actually a weird source of comic relief in this run, so I'd, I'd be interested to see if they ever do adapt this guy to live action. My life will be complete. 
this is one of those uh, books that, yes, you can secure for under $10. And you'll be also surprised to know that they do sell for upwards of 20 You know, you go on eBay, you'll see people who are looking for it right here, right now for a high-grade copy. They're willing to pay 20 bucks. They'll just fork out the money. However, auctions, $5, $8, bin books. These are at shows. Look for these books, Comic Fam. You're talking to uh, a Green Lantern specialist here on the mic today, and he is pulling out books from his own run My that he didn't even realize were their first. He's like, this is the first appearance? I guess it is. I mean, like, because it's, it's not it's not always about knowing, like, what keys you are. There's like, how many comics are in this one run? Like, where, this is, like, issue number 39. It goes up to, like, 60 or something. But, you know, you go through Blackest Night and Brightest Day. and Right. It's a whole thing. All right, this next one, I just, this is a fun one. I've been waiting, you know, and just, and Angela, we're talking about Gardens of the Galaxy number five, first appearance of Angela in the Marvel universe. That's her on the cover. Um, later to be revealed as Thor's sister. But the history of Angela began with Neil Gaiman back in the day doing work on Spawn 9 with Todd McFarlane. And this was when Todd was recruiting a ton of different creators during this time on the run to be part of the comics to really give it a boost. And this would take on a just lawsuits after lawsuits, um, who owns the character and decades would go by. And, you know, it was just, it was a ruckus. It was a ruckus for both creators and it would end up in, um, Neil Gaiman's favor, which would then be sold to Marvel. And that's why we have Angela over at Marvel hasn't really been utilized to her fullest extent, but considering how much damn money went into this character and where she landed over at Marvel, and she's Thor's sister, I can't help but scoff that this is like a $5 book. It feels like a waste, right? Like, I remember she came on board, and they revealed that there was a a 10th realm in Asgard with heaven, and Angela was an angel from heaven, and it just kind of, maybe she pops up more in the Thor book, maybe more in this Guardians run, but I have not seen a lot of her since this Bendis Guardians run from, like, 2014, 2015. All right, and we have to end our list today. Oh, Green Lantern 43. This is such a dark, dark comic book. It's a awesome key. I think the last one sold for $4 on eBay. That's insane. Cause this is like the origin of black hand who is kind of like the main villain of the whole blackest night storyline. And he's, he's just scary on, on so many different levels. Like he's in love with death, not like Thanos where Thanos loves like a lady grim reaper. This guy like sleeps in open graves and like his first kiss was with a dead body and his okay. suit is made out of like body bag material, whatever that black leather, you know, that creepy black plastic. He doesn't smell well. No. And you can see his hand right here. It's all rotten. He's on Bruce Wayne's grave. Like, ugh, ugh. just, just thinking about it, man. It this, this, is one of the, man. this is one of the freakiest, creepiest, scariest, like single issues of, of any comic I've read. Like you hear ever. that comic fam? One of the single creepiest comic books that Ryan's ever read. Let's show it one more time on the screen. We're talking about Green Lantern 43. And oh yeah, and you mentioned it. This is a, a key book because Black Hand becomes the Black Lantern. He's obsessed with one of them anyway. The dead. That's right. One of the Black Lantern. Comic fam, $10 or cheaper books. A lot of these have second printings you can keep an eye out for. We showed you a couple of them. However, some of those do sell for more, so I kind of X those from the list. I wanted to keep it to consistent sales that are under 10 bucks or sales that have hit 20, but then I'm like, oh, well, auctions are putting these at like five or six bucks too. If you're patient, you're using your eBay search um, you know, hit that heart that's right by the search link and you'll be notified when something comes up and you can try and get it when other people aren't watching. 
That's the other thing with something like Green Lantern. You know, the closer it gets to that show, the more these books are going to get hard to find and the more they're going to jump up in price. That's right. There is a time factor that you got to factor in when you are looking for comics. All right. Um, I'm thinking right now we need to show off to the comic fam some things that we got in the mail. I told you that PGX sent us something. That's right. You did say that. PGX sent him some stuff. Sent in some stuff. We're gonna get into that here in a second. But let's open up the thing from Bueller first. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting. I want to see what this is. Comics first. with Bueller. So we have a uh, Comic Karma. Comic right. Karma is a thing. It doesn't exist just here on the show. It exists in the comic book community, doing nice to other members. Sure. Doing nice things. Exactly. Yeah. So people send in stuff in. So pe- people send things in here for us to do things with, whether it be giveaways or to. Uh, put a sticker on it so that we can then let members in the mail call know that, hey, when you get this comic and there's a sticker that says Comic Karma, it was sent in from another member of the community and you can see this video in the future where and who it was sent by if they put a note. I've seen people right now, actually. People are getting their mail calls right now and they're yeah, showing off the Comic sure. Karma stickers that are on there. Yeah, so. so like when you see that comic book, you know, if you get a really cool one or something dope or something weird, because we, you know, hey, I can't read every single comic book, just know it wasn't from us. Right? It came from someone else. We just sent so, it out. Yep. We sent it out because someone sent it in. And That'll get us out of any legal situations, right? I think that's it what it is. It wasn't us. Yeah. We just sent it out. We call that shaggy. It wasn't me. Oh, right? okay. Okay. So let's take a look. <laughs> that's an actual defense. This is from Comics with Bueller. I've heard of this guy before. He, best way to put this. How do you describe him? He bothers a lot of people. Right? Yeah. It gives me he a gets weird on, vibe. It gives you those weird feelings, you know, when you're next to him. He smells good, though. He does. He's strangely. Right? He smells really that's good. The only that's thing actually I probably why it's weird. You're like, oh, man, he smells like, you can't get hungry. No, he smells like chocolate. Like that's warm, what I'm saying. Like you get, warm you get, you chocolate. Get, you're like, oh, man, something, I want Cinnabons for some right? reason. Hmm. No, but no, I'm just kidding. No, Bueller is a, is a great guy in the community. He has a YouTube channel. We love him to death. He's a great He great started the same time us. we did. He did, like or within you a did. month. Within like a month. Right? It was very close. Very close. And he actually put out some exclusives, and he wanted me to get some, and I think he actually sent some in. So let's take a look what he sent. Coffee. What does it say, Alar? Coffee and Comics, the best show on YouTube. <laughs> there it Bueller. is. Bueller. Hi, Tom. So, that's uh, from Bueller. Riveting, Bueller. Don't it is out, a really good show, Don't though. go out too... Don't put yourself out there too far and write something, you know, a note for me. Oh, he did write a note. There's a note. There's a note. What am I saying? I'm sorry, Bueller. He also did not put... <laughs> this isn't the most wordy note. <laughs> what did he say? Read it out loud and do it in Bueller's voice. How do you do Bueller's voice? Um, uh, let's Maybe see you here. need to do it in Bueller's voice. Um, yeah, let's try. <laughs> let's see what I said. Especially when you see the script you have to work with. <laughs> oh, no. this is great. Okay, here we go. This is this is the note from Bueller. Here we go. Um, coffee. Uh, see, I, I don't have a feeling. How does it, how does it Bueller sound? I don't know. That's why uh, I handed it off. I should, I should pull up a Bueller video and see let's, what he sounds like. Let's do it right now. Let's see what Bueller sounds like. Comic He's com- all jacked up. Matt R. I'm that all is jacked correct. up on coffee. <laughs> right? Comics with uh, Bueller. Let's take a look here. I, was, I just need to get inspired about what he sounds like so when I read the note, people know. By you the know way, if about? you don't know who Bueller is, you He's should, a YouTuber. You should subscribe to his channel. Subscribe. He should already be subscribed. We share a lot of the same audience. There's the coffee awesome. and comments. They're, they're the third one over, man. This one right here? Sure. He does it every Monday with Bob. With Bob! Bullseye Bob! All right, let's see what, he's, let's see what he says. Individual bags. <laughs> yeah, that's him. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about the books we read last week. Okay. This is great. All right. I so we're going like... to move on and we're going to talk about the books we made last week. Okay. We're going to move on. Okay. Hi, Tom. One for Comic Tom. One for Fire Guy. One for Russ. One for the Golden Age Guru. 
the rest for the comic fam. Smiley face. And I'm all hyped up on coffee. Comics with Bueller exclusive blue torch number one. Yeah, that's good, Robert. Yes. He says that a lot. Here we go. Here we go. Comic fam. We have the Bueller exclusive. You want some of these? Is that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, give me some. Oh, they're all. What do we got? That's, that's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we got uh, Blowtorch, Second Sight Comics. Look at that. Can we get a better shot of it? I bet we could. Let's do it. Ah. Let's get the cam. Let's take a look at it here. Turn on the cam. Cam, cam. The cam. Turn the cam. Let's see here. Scow. Bada bing. All right, comic fam. We're taking a look right now. Um, and for those of you who are listening to our audio only, um, we have a gentleman who looks like he's in the army or something, and he's got a blowtorch, believe it or not, and it's called blowtorch, so it gets very fitting. Reminds me of the Flash villain, Pyro? I don't know what his name is. I don't read enough Flash. I just read the entire New 52 run on Flash, and I'm forgetting who the Flash Fire villain is. Who's the Flash Fire villain? Help out, um, help out Ryan. Is it not Pyro? I feel like that, that, that's such a lame name, though. Anybody could be named Pyro. All right, take a look at this. It right wasn't here. Blowtorch, that's for sure. Comics with Bueller, right on the back. Look at that logo, Ryan. Mm. Proud day. This is. Proud freaking day. Comics with Bueller exclusive. It's real. Right there. It's real. Awesome. Um, Bueller, congratulations, brother. Very cool. Um, all right, let's take a look. And what I believe it got? said four for Fire Guy Ryan, I think is what four. he said. No, he said, it said one for each person. Damn. Come on, Ryan. I'll keep one then. Come on. I'll put Fire it on my pile. Guy. Come on. The rest of them go to other people. We have some for giveaways, I assume. Yeah, we'll do a giveaway. Let's do it. Put those right there. Should we keep this box? We're keeping people's notes. Yeah, keep the box over there. Let's keep it going. What do we got over here? This next one. Oh, is that from Illust? Illust Alumni Entertainment. That's right. Illust Alumni Entertainment. I I wonder who this is. That would be Illust Illuminati. Illust Illuminati. There we go. There we go. Um, so this is a, a friend of the another friend of the channels, and we have oh hey it's his Kickstarter very cool, dead end, dead end. All right, let's take a look. So this was um ah geez this is probably a successful Kickstarter geez number four or five from Illust Illuminati. Pretty good at that. And we have uh, dead end number one. Man, this is like a metal cover. Oh, it's metal. <laughs> Just bash it. It actually it. is a metal cover. See what it sounds like. That's hot, dude. All right. It's going to be kind of weird to see on the on the scanner, but we have Dead End, and it's looking super shiny and gorgeous. Oh, I love that, dude. Issue number one. Did not know. 12 that. of 25, metal cover. Thank you. And what is that? This is a Sav book. Oh, dude, that's the exclusive. So, is it? Yeah, he hit me up recent um, at one point and was like, yo, um, we use that as a newsletter. Um, at one point. This cover? Uh, or a print. I think we just did a print. And yeah, it was that cover. 35 out of 40. Is my logo on the back? Nope. No? Oh, uranium, okay, cool. uranium Age Comics. All right, cool, cool, cool. I thought we put my logo on there. I don't I don't remember seeing that one, but it's hard to tell. All right, well, that um, doesn't count then. It doesn't have my logo. Forget everything you just said. I've, uh, back it up. Some reason I thought my logo was on this one. You know what? But this is a cover by Esteban Salinas. And this guy is freaking fire I like we it. did a newsletter print of this which is why i wanted the actual physical copy for myself so that's really cool awesome put it back protect that thank shit. you a list all right you. let's keep it going what do we got over there another box we got another box stickers stickers it's got stickers all right and bubble wrap oh it looks like black <laughs> i'm seeing that black cotton black cotton okay that's in, that's promising i love that book people like it i haven't read it yet they read issue one. Ooh, okay. This is just like a bunch of scout books. Oh, 
Just a bunch of books? A bunch of variants, it looks like. Oh, cool, cool, cool. All I right, recognize so we got Black Cotton. Um, let's see here. Murder Hobo was in there. Oh, uh-huh, we got some Murder Hobo, too. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, let's see here. What do we got? We got, is there, is there a note or anything? Nope. Just All a right. sticker and a little, little Oh, yeah. Who's, who's it from? It's from Farside Comics. All right. Big thank you to Farside Comics. But spelled like pharmacy. Farside. Yeah, it is. Um, retailer exclusives. Um, we take pride in providing the highest levels of quality, selection, price, and customer satisfaction. They do discount on weekly <sighs> comics, always bagged and boarded, CGC pressing and grading service, large back issue inventory, live sales throughout the week. Uh, very cool. Very cool. So let's take a look at what they sent in. Um, that's Murder Hobo, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course that's Murder Hobo. That's of really course. Cool. Look at that. Murder Hobo looking dope. Here, actually, just hold him up on the screen. It's probably easier to do than what we've been doing here. Boom. The so, Shepherd. Yeah. I don't know this one. All right, take a look at that one. So we got Murder Hobo. Um, this is a virgin <laughs> wraparound art. Oh, man, that's gorgeous, dude. I'm looking at the at the back, uh, the cert that shows the whole cover. Oh, okay. But yeah, it, it's a, it's gorgeous. It's like two different covers. That was a fun too. comic too. We read that last year for yeah. We really like that one. It's not it's not for kids. No, <laughs> it's, it's graphic. No, no, not so much. Not so much. This one's called the Shepherd. I'm not familiar with this comic though. Virgin glow in the dark variant. Okay. Oh, very cool. Two hundred fifty copies. Let's do it. Just kidding. Let's okay, good. I'm gonna say I don't know where the light switch is. All right. There's only two hundred fifty of these, and this is number thirty four and twenty four. Dope giveaways. It sounds like comic fam, get ready. We're gonna be doing some giveaways here pretty soon. Comic karma. Oh, what is this? Uh, the retro savage. The retro savage. Hey. Oh my gosh, retro savage. You just want a giveaway because he said Fire Guy Ryan's shirt is rad, and I just had to say, dude, it is very cool. Um, for those of you who are listening to us on our audio only platforms, it is from a movie. The movie is a great movie. I haven't seen it in a minute, though. But 20, I've seen it. 20 years old this year. Is it 20 years old? Zoolander? 2001. Yeah. That's right. And it's got Will Ferrell. Will, Will Ferrell. Mugatu. And he's Mugatu. That's right. On Ryan's shirt. Fire guy Ryan's shirt. Thank you so much for commenting in the comments while we are live because you never know who's going to win a giveaway. We are in full control of that this. That is the third of three Comic Tom 101. All right. Let's keep it going. What do we got in that last box right there? And then we're gonna probably and we're gonna get to what people have been excited about. PGX sent some stuff in, and we're gonna get to that here in a second. Oh, there we go. There's something on the end. <laughs> it's side. the in inside. Okay. In inside. Ryan's on the outside. He's looking in. There we go. Do it, Ryan. <laughs> oh, oh, that's cool, yo. Big Ramos. Big Ramos. Big Ramos is dope. Okay, let's take a look here. Big Ramos, he's drawn you. us yes, I was multiple say. times. He just, you know, he wanted to, he's a supporter of the show, and he's a very talented painter. There's a note. You'll see him over on Instagram, you know, just chilling, drawing, painting, doing commissions and such. What's the note saying? Thank you so much for all the looks. Wish you and the fam and team the best, Big Ramos. 2020, 2021. Okay. I thought there they said go. 2027. That's from the future. No, no, yeah, 2027. Right? Or 2021. It's from the future. Oh, 2021. Oh, he drew me as Green Lantern. He did. He drew I my f- dad. He drew my mom. <laughs> I framed it. It's hanging up in my living room. Hell yeah, dude. I need to like put it somewhere else or show it on the on the internet. Big Ramos, we appreciate you, man. It's the only thing in my apartment hanging up on the wall. You hear that, Big Ramos? The That's only it. thing you hanging the only up thing. in Fire Guy Ryan's home. It's myself. Is himself as yes. the Green Lantern. Caricature done. But it looks beautiful. Done. It looks just like me. It looks just like you. It's Except actually, I have like really abs, cool. you know, instead of not abs, abs. Under there. But you know what? Way, way under. This right here was a newsletter print. We had asked, you know, we, we do this for um, aspiring 
you know, individuals in this yes. community who are trying to take their art game to the next level. We have a newsletter in the mystery mail call. And since we have space on the back of it, if people want to like submit artwork that we can use to help promote their IG, we're going to do that. Right. And this is someone who's been a, a, a fan of ours for a while, supporting us, reposting and doing stuff. And he's drawn us so many, you know, a few times, you know, whether it's like a little things or a sketch like you, you know, like you just talked about a painting. Right. And he's like, yo, I want to do a Miles Morales for you. But this is what's really cool about this. This is an original. This is the original he, he did for the newsletter. So he's sending that to me. So that's very cool. But he really got me here. He put uh, the Recon flag. I didn't even catch that. He put the Recon flag on Miles's arm. Your dad will love that. Oh, I was so proud of that. I'm like, D.A.B. Ramos, you know what's up, my brother. I noticed the other day after coming in, after we did the mystery mail call, there's a Puerto Rican flag hanging up on the wall in the warehouse. I'm like, I know. All right. I know. One of the the member crews was like, oh, there's a Puerto Rican flag. Put it up there for Luis. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Just put it up above where my dad works. They're like, yeah, that's where the Puerto Rican goes and works. That makes, oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) This is his space. This is all you get. <laughs> this is all you get. You don't get Put it anything. in the corner. <laughs> Put the Rican in the corner. Just kidding. All right, comic fam. We're oh, here for you. Uh, Big Ramos, thank you so much. All right, let's get to it. Uh, PGX sent some stuff in, and um, this is what I know. This is what I know. This is what I can say. Are all of PGX, these from the same person? Yeah, okay. So this is there's, it's twofold. We have a bunch of slabs we have, here. We have a bunch of slabs here, and this is what I found out. So PGX has a... I, I, I guess they're, I believe they're based out of Portland still. Still? Okay. Still based out of Portland. And there is a new greater slash person. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, the, the full capacity in which they are working with PGX. However, this is what I was told. That they are um, taking strides to kind of turn the tide. Sure. In, 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 in the industry as it pertains to comic collecting and trying to up their comic game. You know, is it, is it wrong some, to say they're it's kind been of tarnished? They're, they're like they're, the third place grading company, right? Uh, Absolutely, and it's a, and I would say a far third. Sure. All right. A lot of members who've been following me a long time know that I've had some choice words about PGX. A very long time. That was one of your first it's videos. One of your first I feel videos. Like. Yeah. You know, I'm not comic police. I decided that a long time ago. You're not. So, no, I'm not. No. Is but there a comic police? I'm not. But I'm are there? Are there? Oh, there. Are. Yeah, there are. There's a handful of people. They take it not that themselves. I'm breaking any comic laws or anything, but no, no, no. It's just mean, good to know. No, because I'm not the police. I'm I'm, doing. I follow all the laws. So, but what I know is that comic um, and otherwise. I spoke to the gentleman who is doing grading and he's doing slabs and he's providing this um, largely on the East Coast, and it seems very exciting for the company. You know, I'm not personally switching my grading. I, I'm I'm sticking with both CBCS and CGC. Um, however, he sent things in. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to send you some slaps. You do what you want with them. I don't care. You can talk crap about them if you want. <laughs> you can say good things about them if you want. You don't ever have to work with us if you don't want to. But we're sending you slabs in. And these are gifts for the community. So at the very least, regardless of if you like a PGX slab or not, it's in a case. It's protecting a comic book. And there are freaking dope comics in here. There's some pretty cool stuff in here. I did not okay. look at this pile until right now. All right. So I'm not hyping up PGX. Sure. There's going to be people going, oh, you're talking about PGX on your damn show. And all unsubscribe. No, we're not doing that. No, these are gifts from a company that have been doing this for a long time. Have they had their hurdles? Obviously, they have. If you've been in grading and doing this comic kind of stuff, you already know that. Even I know that, and I'm not in the grading game. There you go. But we have some books here and a gift One of them from a has creator a letter. that's just kind of random. So um, they're working with a lot of different artists and, and different companies. Again, they're trying to do a little bit better for the community. And they're teaming up with independent creators and, and doing some fun stuff. So we have a handful of comics that are some of our DC, some of our Marvel. Let's just show those ones first. Here. 
I'll have you do that. Okay. <laughs> Pass take the a buck. Look. This is crazy. I think this is like maybe the third time I've had a PGX comic book in my hand on the show. There we go. Take a look at it. That's pretty new. It's a newer book. Yeah. All right. I've heard so good we things. Have, um, um, a, a slab here. Uh, the girl who electrified Tesla. All right. Minky Woodcock. There we go. Minky Woodcock, the girl who handcuffed Houdini. Is that another? Is that another comic? That's what it says on the back. Okay. Praise for oh, that's that's the that's the uh, other comic that this individual gotcha. has done. Okay. See, I'm so out of the loop on that one. Okay, what else do we got? We have a signed comic, Harley Quinn number four, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. Uh, Palmiotti. That's a hard one. Yeah. I know. For some reason, I, I never I, get that I know one, him right. very well. Like I've, I've I've watched so many interviews with him. But signed is a gorgeous comic book. Yes, that's the one that kind of made me make a face a little bit ago. I will say because I am being uh, very honest here. This comic, comic police. Is this comic is off center. You can see that in there. I thought I saw that too. Yeah. Let's see here. Oh, now it's good. Just smash it. There yeah, you go. Yeah, and it shouldn't have to do that. But but it's it's still though. You know, it's in here. It's a nice gift. It's signed, certified, and very cool. I like that one. Let's keep it keep it going. Let's keep it going. We have Batman number one oh six. James Tynan. Oh yeah. Also awesome. very recent. Damn. I have that book. First appearance of Miracle Molly. Look at that. Is it really? Yeah, here we go. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she I'm enjoying really Miracle like Miracle I didn't think I would. I had automatically categorized her in the punchline category, but I think I think she's actually cool. There we go. There we go. Okay. Slab looks looks like a normal slab. Um, PGX slab. Says right on the top right, Batman 106, First Prince of Miracle Molly, New Scarecrow costume, wrapper on cover, yep. 9.8 white pages, everything that you would hope it would say. Um, for a 9.8, the comic looks great. Is it one of those times where they say 9.8, but it's really like ripped in half and clearly not 9.8? You know what? I would be honest right now in this moment if I did see something, but I see a pretty much flawless, pretty much flawless comic book in this 9.8. So huh. uh, at first glance, you know, I'm not taking a, I'm not, I'm not looking uber hard, but it looks legit to me. Uber hard, he says. All right, cool. And yeah, this is like really new. 621. Aliens number two. Ooh, Stephanie Haas. This is really nice, man. Look at that cover. That's I, I picked that. I got that variant. All right. The last two comics I have, which just makes me feel good. Stephanie Hans, 9.8. Um, Salvador La Roca art on the cover. That no, is. that's Stephanie Hans on the cover. Salvador La Roca is the interior on the Oh, aliens. excuse me. Yeah. yeah, right. You're right, right. Stephanie Hans on the cover. Salvador La Roca art on the inside. Very cool. So we have some giveaways, some PGX giveaways. There you All go. right, cool. We yeah, haven't if done PGX that on the isn't your favorite, you can st- it's still a good book in there. You just yep, crack I, it open I, or something if you really want to. That All sounds right. like a lot of work. I don't know but if I this do one that. I was very excited about um, because we've actually chatted about this next comic book on the mic before. We have. I completely yeah. for- that was recent too. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Hey, let me see this comic book. Can you read that? Can you read that? I'll read the letter. Yeah, read the letter for me. Hi, Tom. My name is Anthony Suppa. I assume that's how you say it. Supa? I really enjoy your show on YouTube. I was recently given the opportunity by James Hake at Scout Comics to do a variant cover for Frank at Home on the Farm. It's an oil painting, perhaps not very common for comics. When I was about six, I discovered comic books and fell head over heels in love. I was inspired to become an artist. I studied fine art at Ringling College of Art and Design in Sarasota, Florida. After Ringling, I apprenticed with world-renowned master portrait painter Ralph Wolf Cohen. In 2005, I decided to enlist in the military. I am a combat veteran and served in both Iraq and Afghanistan. Yo, thank you for your service. So dope. My good friend, Rob Pillsbury, introduced me to James, who liked my work and gave me the chance to fulfill my childhood dream. I'm hoping to do more work in the industry soon. If you ever need or want any artwork, please don't hesitate to ask. I work for basically nothing. I just want to make artwork for people to enjoy. 
I wanted to give you a little gift, a remarked and signed copy of my variant cover. It's a 9.8 graded by Rob. Hope you enjoy it. Sincerely, Anthony Suppa. Instagram, Anthony Suppa underscore art. Yo, that is very nice of you. I'm, I'm very excited. This is a stellar artwork, um, even cooler sketch. What a gift. I love this book, by the way. That's a trippy book, too. It's trippy. I really enjoyed it. We chatted about it on the mic a, a while back. Overall, I am very appreciative. Thank you. I, I look forward to seeing what comes out from this uh, grading company. It's been a few years since they've been brought up on the mic here. It has. Well, you know what? Good on them. Doing just, good by the community yeah. is always a good start. Exactly. How about that? All right. Comic fam. Goodwill. Oh, my goodness. PGX sent us some stuff in. The comic fans sent us some stuff in. We also have an independent comic book that we got to discuss. We do. On the theme of people sending us stuff Let, that they made. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it right here right now. We're talking about Wraith number one. We got All a right. lot of different covers for this book. Yeah, we do. And we're going to do a giveaway here. Um, oh. We're going to do a giveaway with, uh, with Wraith number one. So we have the creator, Mitchell Underwood. Okay, so Mitchell, this is what's fun. I got a call. I got a call. Uh, not a call. I got a DM. Not even a DM. I didn't even get a DM. I got a notification on my Instagram that someone was driving to Mill Geek from another state. Oh. Mill Geek, our local comic shop. Correct. Russ's comic shop. Where I work. Where Ryan works. And live, it feels like. That's right. We basically live there. And um, we had a a handful of supporters of the show. I didn't even know that. They didn't tell. I was not notified. Uh, You weren't notified. I I would have have been asleep or something. Yeah, you probably would have been asleep. man. But no, they were going up there on Sunday. And I was like, oh, snap. We got some members who are going to drive all the way out to see us. That's really exciting. So we're going to make sure that we can see them. We can't promise that every single time. But it was Sunday. And I'm like, yo. I'm in the area. I want to meet these, you know, the individuals that are to come up. And I was so surprised to find out that the creator, Mitchell Underwood, was also, you know, part of this group that was there. They were in the car. And he's like, yo, I wrote um, Vigilante. Uh, excuse me. Vigilante. Wraith. I, and it'll make sense why you just said that in a second. Yes. Um, by where's the way, the where's, main, where's the oh, cover that right. we read? Okay. Yeah, these are all there different covers here. There we go. We got a lot. Vigilante homage. There we go. Um, but That's Wraith, why you said He's that. like, yo, okay. I wrote Wraith. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're, I, I know, because we have a stack of independent comics that get thrown, you know, sent into the show. And then over time, we go through them, try to br- give some love to them on the mic. A weird way to say it, but you know, give them some love. And he mentioned, yeah, I'm the one who wrote and drew Wraith. I'm like, oh, that's sitting on, like, the, the homage to Vigilante. He's like, yeah, that was me. So I got to see him and meet Guess him. I need to read that for the next show. Exactly. And I told him I'd do it. So we're, that's why we're here right now. So Wraith. We read it. We read it. It was pretty damn good. Are these all issue number one? It's all issue number one. I thought that said number five. That says no, $5. Okay. $5. So first off, the Vigilante homage was such a great touch. Well done. Great choice for a comic book. Um, but we do have Wraith number one. We're going to be giving away a stack of Wraiths um, to actually this have, one. Here's what we're going to do. Um, these three. Do me a favor and make sure that they go with those other giveaways that we already announced. To so the, the people that who, already won? That's right. Oh, so yeah. they're going to each gonna get, get two, two books. Yeah, because like one has my name on it and stuff. I want to give them an actual comic they can read. Okay. Not that you're not going to read the Gut Ghost one. So we're not going to give it to three different people. No, no, no. Well, we have another one. We have two more. Okay. So we're going to make sure somebody else gets another so one. So which one does my friend Greg get? I don't know. You figure that out while I tell him about Wraith. <laughs> so this uh-huh. one right here, I'll, I, I like to say this. The writing is superb because I enjoyed he reading knows this. where he's going with the story and he acknowledges certain tropes in a way that's creative. He like the very first page of this comic book, he's like, yeah, how did this, uh, this badass hero or antagonist, we don't know yet, how did he come to be? 
And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, some tragedy started it. Or maybe it was just a loved one. Maybe the loved one left him. Maybe he's searching for them. It doesn't actually matter. Something went down. He like he hits it um, dead on in the beginning. Like, you know what? Is this a superhero tale? Or is it? And to a degree. But he knows how to highlight things that we would expect in a way that makes it still interesting, even though it's going down the same trope. It's not really points. an origin story for this guy. No. Right? And that's, that's also why it's really cool. That's yes, guys. I, I was expecting to get like a whole, you know, whoa and tragedy kind of backstory. Nah, that don't happen. Not really. You don't get a lot of the backstory here, which is kind of fun. It makes you want to read more. That's right. So you get the get the whole picture. So this character, Wraith, he's gonna come on the scene, and pretty much this this story can be summarized with this: he breaks into a uh, a building. And he takes down like upwards of 30 some odd people. And actually, I think it was like 40 some odd people in a matter of a half hour. Like he's killing individuals, Keanu Reeves style, uh, one or more per minute, just massacring them. Right. All these not great types of people, drug dealers. It's like a gang hideout or something he breaks into. And the narrative takes place throughout this carnage. And you don't really learn anything about him besides that he has a vision as far as you know, you it's don't like really a, know. Like a ghost or something. A it's kind of like is, haunting him. I don't know if that's the right word. It could word. be in his head. It could be some Moon Knight kind of thing going sure, on here. Who knows? Be. But other than that, he's there to cause a ruckus. He's very lethal. And there's also a detective who's involved that's, in trying to figure it out. That's the part I like. It's not just this guy shooting people and killing people. It's like the detective who's like walking into this crime scene, the first officer responding on the scene. And it goes into like how she responds and reacts to this. It gives you kind of like a real person's window into the, into this story of of a big you know shootout massacre and shootout massacre is correct he's using a bunch of different moves he's using a gun he's kind of got like some punisher vibes to him especially how he talks a little bit um how he chooses to uh take individuals out also how he defends himself i mean it's really cool and the thing is that there I, sorry Go is ahead. there information in there on how to get this book for the people who don't win the giveaway? Um, it does say... Got to shout out RN in the chat who asked that question. That's a really good point. Um, you know what I'm going to say is you can find Mitchell Underwood over on Instagram. I'm going to follow him. I think there was something in the in the back, too. I think I remember seeing something on the last page maybe that had information on like the comic. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so official page is at Wraith Comic Book on Instagram. So if you want to know how to find this book, you got to go here. Wraith comic book over on Instagram, the official fan page. There it is. Boom. All right, cool. Independent comics. We have um, multiple issues going out to members who've already won a giveaway. We have another one on deck. And we we'll make sure that two we, right there. Are we doing two more? Uh, no, this was my copy. I'm keeping, You're the, keeping the vigilante one. one. Okay. I'm keeping that one. He told me that I got. I had to keep one of them. We're gonna they're give also away that signed one? by him as well. They we're are gonna, signed. Yeah, they're all signed. We're also going to send out. Um, so this next here, this is going to be a giveaway on deck. That's a, a Bueller a double giveaway. Someone's getting two books. Oh my gosh, what are we doing right now, Ryan? This is some craziness. We haven't even gone through the previews. We haven't even gone the previews. We haven't even done the big discussion we were going to do. We're going to do a discussion. We got plenty. What of time. are we doing? We're doing a half hour, comic uh. fam. Comic fam. If do we if, have a time limit? Who cares? Uh, you know, no, no time limits like as long as we go. Because no parents, you know no rules. No parents, no rules. When you're chilling with your homies, you're kicking it like every day. But for real though, um, we're going to go over some comic books that we are ordering, some things right. that we want to get as well. And this is important for the comic fam because this stuff happens quick. You know, a lot of members are like, oh, snap. 
I just miss out on everything. I and have people go, as a comic shop employee. I work there behind the counter every Wednesday. And I have somebody, I have multiple people who come in there every single week who don't have a pullage there. I know them. I recognize them, which takes a lot for me because I'm dumb. Right. But they come in every single week. They don't have a pull list. So they're just rolling the dice and hoping the book they're looking for is still going to be there oh, on the wall. Oh, you can't do that. You can't roll the dice. All right, I, know, I know personally, even some of the books like Casual Fling and stuff that we talked about, we don't order like extra copies to put on the wall. Like we just, because it's you know, low interest, I guess, on an indie sure. book like that. So we only order copies for the people who requested it. Yeah. If you ever wonder why you can't find a comic book at a shop, it's because there's upwards of 80 to 100 titles that come out every damn week. And right. if you bought one or five of each of them, do the math and you don't sell them out, you end up with what a lot of stores end up with, which is piles and piles of comics that can't sell. And then they go out of business and then then it's just, it's not good. It's not good at all. Not so, good. so what you can do is pick up your comics, right? Right. That's step one. Step one is pick, pick up, up your what you order. Actually, it's not even step one. First step is to, is to support your LCS. Sure. So we're going to remind everybody before I tell you, you know, some options here. If you need to be able to get comic books and you don't have an LCS, do a Google search, pull up your Google Maps, type in comic store, comic store, right, and and, and go to that comic store. Now, if you have had troubles at your LCS, give them another shot. Give them a third shot. Things happen. Now, if you find yourself not happy like it's you're just not working out if it's not working out you're not going to be reading comics you're not going to be doing any of this stuff if, if you don't find a new store and or your store is nowhere nearby or not in the city or not in the state and you need another resource you can actually get a shelf at our comic store now it's not my store it's not ryan's store you work there i work it's my store that's where i get my comics it's where i get my comics too so we're it talking is. about oh it's, we, we don't own we, it we don't own it it's sure like, you know we're yeah. not like hyping our own like our own we're store. not on the deed yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not our business, right? This is Russ Bright, the LCS owner, the Overstreet Price Cut Advisor. You know him from the trending comics. There we go. List every single week. Um, and he has a poll list. And the way that he has structured this so that he can serve the most amount of people who need his store, $10 on Patreon. Every month, it gets you free shipping. It gets you free shipping. It also gets you a 10% discount. We did not mention that last time. That's right. 10% discount. Every every person who has a pull list at Mill Geek gets a 10% discount on whatever they buy. That's right. And also, everything comes bagged and ported, which That's is kind right. of like a no-brainer for anything you ship. Don't ship raw books. Like, put them in a bag and board. Right. But even people who walk in off the street, and buy, even people who don't have a pull list, everything we do at Mill Geek is bagged and boarded. That's right. And you can sign up by going to the Patreon link in the description, or you can go to millgeekcomics.com and then hit the Patreon link there. What will happen soon after is you'll get an email from Ryan, and he's going to give you the account set up. There's a handful of different ways you order comics. You know, the OG way is emailing by, you know, like one title at a time. But we have other ways for you. And we're going to actually show you one of the big ways that you can order most of your comic books from, and this is a, a way you'll be able to do it once you sign up. And please order your comics because that's how you miss them if you don't, you know? So here we go. Uh, we're going to show you some books that we're excited about. Um, the first one is Gideon Falls, getting a hardcover edition. I only read through issue six. Right. I think that was I read, the first trade. I read the first trade as well. So this is a, a fun one that we put on here because, you know, first off, Jeff Lemire, you, you know him from um, Sweet Tooth. Sure. A lot of people are, are getting hyped about Sweet Tooth. He's done a lot of great stuff. He's going to be writing another um, Silver Coin. Silver Coin. He's going to be on that. We just talked about that today. But this is a really fun. Uh, this this book horror. is over. Yeah. It's it's over, right? It's over and done. Over Gideon and Falls done. finished a, a several months ago. That's this right. is one of those books. I read the first trade. I closed it. I immediately knew I need to own this in a delicious, delicious hardcover. 
Yeah. Like, I can't keep going on trades on this. I don't want to even put it on my pull list. I haven't touched this book since I read the first trade. So I was waiting for this moment for the hardcover collection of Gideon Falls, which is going to drop in September. Absolutely. Everything in this catalog is uh, July or later. Like That's some right. hardcovers are solicited even further in advance, but all the single issues are coming out sometime in July. Notice it says here, this will be in shop September 15th. So if you want to get your hands on this in advance, you need to make sure that you order it and technically you're pre-ordering it by doing right. this. So telling the shop that you want it so it can come in so you can go and pick it up. So the shop knows how many to order for their shop. Otherwise you're going in on a wing and a prayer, hoping that they're just going to have an extra one because maybe the shop ordered one or two. For example, the Department of Truth trade paperback recently came out. I did not pre-order that because I already had the single issues. I didn't think about it, but I realized I want my friends to read this, so I'm going to get the trade and give it to my friends. I do that a lot, too. The trade doesn't exist. Like, it did not. You can't ex- find it. It was so I bought. Print. I bought, I think, two copies for right? myself. It flew I, off the shelves yep. that first week, and then it wasn't until later when the hype kind of died down on the trade that right. they started to restock everywhere. So if you know something really popular is going to get collected like this, it's not a bad idea to pre-order. All right, take a look at this next one. Me, You, Love, In the Dark, number one. That is a title. Yeah, it's a a weird one. But here's the thing. Scotty Young. Cool. All right. And we also have George Corona. This is the same team who did Middle West. Middle West. We talked about that on Weekly Pulls last year. Dude, Middle West. How damn good was that shit? Was that? uh, (laughs) It was a great comic. I loved Middle West. Dude, Middle West was so damn good. And... Um, that's the only reason why I'm, I don't even like, honestly, yeah, that it, was it enough sounds for me. really, really good. The art is going to be great. Cause, uh, cause is this George or Jorge? I can't remember. Um, I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. I but, default to Jorge, but, but he's could so just be, good, man. Like <laughs> yeah. Middle West, it, it was like, one of the cool things about Middle West is that there were clearly things that it's like, there isn't enough time for Scotty Young to tell the artist how many things he needs to draw in a particular panel. Like the, the, the writer He'll have his things that he's going to say. Sure. He's going to be like, yo, where this is going to be open plane. He's going to stand far away. There's a lot of technology in the area. There's a red barn or whatever. You know what I mean? There's all these things that are happening in the, in the, in the picture that's going to be drawn. However, there was in middle West, there are pages where it's like, you can get lost with how many things there are and it never gets discussed. There's parts of this world in the technology right. and in the Detail. scenery, these details that are like, oh, wow, that looks crazy. This mechanics over here and what this does. I wonder what that does. Why is it like this? And it's never explained. It doesn't good, need to be he's explained. He's a good world builder. He builds the Visually. world. Visually. Like a lot of, a lot of world That's building him. happens in the script, like in, in the plot. But like George, Jorge Corona, either one, uh, all of the world building that happens visually there is, is something that doesn't usually go down in comics. It doesn't matter. The creative team was all I needed to know to get on this. Yep. It's only five issues. It also says down at the bottom, fans of Stephen King and Neil Gaiman. That's right. And you know, we love both of those creators. And the next one on the list right here. Oh man, Ooh. I'm hyped okay. about this, dude. This is crazy. So I explained this one because the way that it's coming out is also unique. Like the actual style in which this is going to be released. It looks like it's going to be one of those like Book landscape formats, like, is what it says. Yeah, landscape. Like like this left, um, this left spine right here. Like I actually think this is gonna be the 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 way you open it up. It's like left to right. Like the book is whole. The whole book is like sideways. Yeah, yeah, just like that. They have seen comics like that. It's, okay, it's interesting. That's but new to me. It'll make but... sense um, once we show you some of these pictures because this is the same creative team. Um, who is it? It's a uh, Williams. J H Williams and Hayden Blackman and Dave Stewart. The art, the artists on here. The creative team is the same people that did Batwoman in the New Fifty Two. So we're gonna actually um, pull up some Batwoman for you guys because holy smokes, if you guys didn't know, 
Look at this. I, I I knew this book was supposed to be good. I honestly, ha- I'm, a, I'm a big new 52 fan, and I have not dabbled in Batwoman yet. And as I, soon as I saw the names on this, I was like, oh, I know exactly what they're talking about. This um, because awesome. this is, in, in Batwoman, the, there are at least, I think in the first issue at least, there's like six or seven different two-page spreads that look just like this. They're just like, it's incredible. Just like her That's really coming in on the scene, the it's such moody imagery. The layouts, the energy. The layout. I mean, there's so much happening. You right. Know, like the planning for something like this is crazy. You have to, you just know you're dealing with someone at the. This is a different kind of comic. This is not what every single comic book looks like. And they don't normally get this much effort and work put into them. This is all from issue one, right? right. So I knew exactly what they're talking about when they said that, yeah, there's going to be. Oh my God. I know, right? Look how fucking, oh, excuse me. I just swore. <laughs> oh my God. How freaking awesome this is. Whoopsies. <laughs> It happens, comic fam. All right, but for real though, I don't think I've ever sworn on the mic. I don't, that, that, that just came bad. out of my mouth. It was bad. That's how much you love this That's art. That's how much I love this art. It just <laughs> comes right fam. out of you. Whoopsie daisy. Okay, Echo but, Lands. But for real, Echo Lands, this one right here is so damn good because this right here has the same creative team and they're already hyping how it's going to be in that landscape. Pretty crazy. I'm I'm just I'm ready to try this creative team. This, that's all I needed to know. Really, it was like it's a, it's an image number one, which is usually not that much of a gamble. Like image is pretty solid, and I like to try number ones. Most of these books that we're gonna highlight today, I think, are either number ones or like the Gideon Falls, like a, like a hardcover collection of something. It says here a landscape format mythic fiction epic where anything is possible. All right, here we go. Moving on to the next one. I I have to get this man. You know, I I haven't read enough of Kang recently me neither and i'm a big fan of kang the i have him on a t-shirt and i have not read enough a t-shirt that was sent in by the comic fan dude it's the origin of kang the conqueror i mean this is going to be a short um what is it five, five issues. issues yeah five issues it's going to start in august kang the conqueror marvel's been doing this a lot lately with like five six issue they did like an iron fist series there's a uh, black knight series there was a modok series that just finished like kind of standalone that taskmaster one like I've been getting all of them. They've honestly been varying degrees of fun. The Taskmaster one and the Iron Fist, not I so much. Really, yeah, I like Taskmaster. You did? I didn't I, finish you know, it. I didn't like the ending, but I did like the, you know. The, you know more than me. To get I never finished it. Just his whole, you know, the thing I loved about Taskmaster, even though we're not here to talk about it, is that he has this, like, he's just, like, petrified of Black Widow. <laughs> the whole time. He's like, oh, my gosh, I just don't want to do it with Black Widow. So it's just so much fun to see him kick so much ass, and then as soon as... Natasha's in the you know in the scene. It's like oh, oh my god! I, I finally have the whole thing. I'm gonna go back and read that. You but this read is it, this is five issues, so yeah. like I'm I'm down to lock in for all five. Everyone's been Kang the Conqueror. Like that's the thing. Kang is he's just his his relationship with time. He's a time traveler. Is so interesting, and it means that like so much so many narratives can be form- formulated around this character that. And it's an origin story, which is something yeah. that appeals to me. Like, I, I don't know much about Kang. So hopefully this is actually an origin story. Now, could this be because Jonathan Majors is slated to play Kang that they're like, you know what? We should probably do some Kang stuff. That's a good idea. That would explain Loki's just why the they corner. did the Taskmaster one and why they did the Black Knight one. You and know, maybe now sense. that's almost like they planned it that way. All right, here we go. Next one on the list right here. Um, Black Panther. Um, this one's going to be, they're restarting the story, yeah? Like, Black this Panther, is going to be a the, new the, series. The current creative team on Black Panther with Tennessee Coates as the writer just ended this week. Right. Final issue. They just did a ended. bunch of variants. It's a pretty cool Peach Momoko one, by the way. I don't normally say that, but that was a, it's a pretty cool Peach Momoko variant. This is going to be the relaunched Black Panther starting in August, written by uh, John Ridley, who's doing a lot over at DC. He's writing the next Batman, like the Future State book. Look at this freaking Alex Ross cover. Ugh. Hot damn. That's pretty. Hot damn. Damn, comic fam. 
Holy smokes. Look at that panther on the top left. Look at it. Black Panther just like chilling on the world. Just like crouching with his claws looking I see Storm cool. and I get The Dorja Malahe just right over there. Come on. Just everything you need. Storm. Storm. That's all I see. Is that Ghost, Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider? Oh, Rider I guess that makes right? sense. The yeah. other Avengers. Yeah, another, the, yeah, the Avengers, Avengers over here. You have a, you know, She-Hulk and Thor and Blade. Blade and everybody. It's a packed image. This is Alex Ross doing what he does. Man, I the Alex Ross cover got me. I had to get that. Hey, oh, Butch. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's 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 give a big uh, hello to Comic Butch. He decided to wake up. He was sleeping next to me. There's nothing I can do, comic fan. This cat sometimes wants to be on the show. Sometimes he doesn't. Cat and butt. when he wants to be on the show and show his cat butt, he's going to do it. Shout out. Let's Shout keep out it going. to Butch. Next one on the list here, we're going to show off another book. Uh, so let's just keep it going. Next one on the list here, we got, oh, that's right. This one's weird, dude. <laughs> Avengers Tech on number one. So Jim Zub, he's going to be writing a story where he basically ironizes all the Avengers. Everyone's going to get a suit. It's kind of a cool concept. Like, like at first when I saw this, I was like, oh, weird. They just did that Avengers mech book or something where they all had mech suits. Yeah, they were, like, taking everybody to the future. The 2099 suits, too. Like, that happened a year ago. ago. So, like, they did the kaiju stuff, and now it's just, like, straight on Tony Stark style. But this is a story. The solicitation here says that, like, Red Skull somehow takes everyone's powers. Mm -hmm. So everybody has to go to Tony Stark to get, like, some kind of uh, (laughs) technology-based powers. What's up, dude? Come over here, dude. No? Just chill over <laughs> here, man. Let Ryan talk about Avengers oh, tech. So cool. It's important. This is another miniseries, though. This is a six-issue thing. Yeah. So it's not that much of a, of a commitment, I guess. You're signing up for a, a six-issue story. Right. I might try this. I don't. I don't know for sure. I'm still. I'm still debating it. You know. Oh, I'm my, gonna read it for sure. My pull list is getting pretty over, <laughs> overwhelming, so I might wait for like a trade on that one. All right. So um, this next comic book on the list is by Al Ewing, and you know that he is actually leaving Immortal Hulk. He is. And he's got. I, don't, I can't imagine this being the only thing he's got planned because it's only a five issue. He's, sh- he's writing Guardians series. Javier Rodriguez. They're gonna be doing Defenders. I don't know if he's doing anything other than Guardians of the Galaxy right now in Hulk. You know what, comic fam? Game of Flight. He's doing that Game of Flight spinoff. I want to be real with the comic fam. Uh oh, this is this is something that happened. I'm gonna I'm breaking down. I'm telling you behind the curtain, comic fam. This is something that happened. Al Ewing blocked me on Twitter. Uh oh, he blocked me. What'd you do? I'm not kidding. Why? What did I you have do? No idea. Is I, it like you got super drunk one day and like I didn't? I don't him? do that. I don't do any. I don't even really. You just do forgot what you did. It's or like you? All, all I can think about. Is like the forty or fifty times that I talked very highly of all of his work, right. and I'm like, you we, know what? He got tired of me talking about his work and the success of it, and the yes. print counts of it, and how well it did, and how you know, it's like I don't know. Like I really like did like a ton of analysis and coverage and reviews of his work, and I don't know, I don't know. But Al Ewing just like said, nope. And maybe he maybe me. it's me. Maybe he knows I'm not on Twitter, and he's like, you know what? Just in case, I'm gonna block Tom. All right, so it is what it is. Like, you know, I'm not I am not going you're not, to You're not like bitter or anything, no, clearly. You I, don't I, have I, any I, hard I, feelings. There's no hard feelings, man, because sometimes the the, the comics you know, I'm here for the comics. Right. You know, it, it's just it's just anybody could write it. Anybody can write How it. How hard is it? Really? It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. No, no, no. But like, hey, you know, I, I guess I guess it's probably you know, I'm I'm assuming He's probably jealous. I don't think he's jealous. No. I think he doesn't like the the spec talk. He probably doesn't. You know, th- th- here's the thing. We, we sit by that that book right there, Wizard Magazine number one. This one. Okay. And we we definitely chat about how great the Wizard Magazine has been for the collectors and 
you know, some of the most diehard collectors um, you know, from, from the past even that are, that are still doing it today, they think highly of that magazine and they think of the, the top 10 and then the things that it provides, the, the interviews and such. But I don't want to uh, get it confused that back in the day when Wizard was doing their thing and hyping up certain things over others and just, you know, doing what they were doing, trying to provide value to the community, there were creators that did not have very nice things to say about it. I'm talking, I'll let the comic fam look into it, but type sure. in Wizard. I mean, there's, there's there are a handful of creators. It's probably that, Wizard magazine. That don't you might like, just get a bunch of Harry Potter images. Or maybe right. something worse. They don't like speculators. They don't like people who spend more than cover price on stuff. Now, I, I don't know if that's what Al Ewing has against me. It could just be my logo. It could be because he thinks I, 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 I talk too much with my hands. You He's do, like, no. by the way. The I side do. note. Talk with my hands. <laughs> I put you on mute the other day when I watched the Gem Man video. It's just crazy. <laughs> I'm just going over. I kind of want to put it in slow motion next time. It's like time. <laughs> those people who um, like scam sign language you know, on television where no, they, they don't, don't speak know. sign language. But they, they they pretend they do. And People they do get that. Caught. Oh yeah, dude! It's like every year almost you see someone who's like, wow, they're just making it up as they go. It's like how did they? They're on television. Like how would they, they learn sign caught? language so fast? And uh, <laughs> it's like that. I don't know. Al Ewing, I apologize. This is the weirdest for tangent whatever I did. we've ever been on. This is a tangent, but you know what? Defenders looks cool. <laughs> um, you know what? And you know what? I'm gonna also say this too. Uh oh. I went and I was like, you know what? I wonder if there's anyone else who's blocked me on Twitter. Oh God. There is another person. Rob Liefeld. No, bro. I thought. Doesn't he block I, people? He does. And I thought for sure. I'm like, oh, Rob's probably blocked. You like him, though. Maybe he blocked me. I don't have Twitter. So I don't, I don't, again. Rob hasn't blocked me. He blocks me, probably. He hasn't blocked me. I've been, I've been blocked by Al Ewing and someone else. And that, someone else. Donnie Cates. No, I have not been blocked by Donnie Cates. Not yet. He's probably not creeped yet. out by you. He's probably any like, day this now. This Tom guy needs to shut the He's up. stopped saying my name. Sir Cates. <laughs> the bad boy of comics. He's the bad boy, not Sir Cates. No. He lost that. Did I will he? not call him Sir Cates anymore. Really? Live here on the mic. Uh-oh. He is no longer Sir Cates today. He's downgraded. He is, he's not downgraded. Downgraded. To the bad boy. He is the bad boy. That's, 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 what, that's what he gets. He's the bad boy comic. Shout out. All right. Uh, let's keep it going. Uh, we have. Defenders. Oh, my God. Where is this, where is this gone? <laughs> where is this gone? This Al Ewing blocked me. off the rails. So, yeah. Al Ewing blocked me. Here's his comic book. You go pre-order it. You're welcome, Al. All right. Here we go. <laughs> we have Something Ooh. is Killing the Children. Ooh. Going to hard freaking cover. Are you kidding me? This thing is going to be this sold is, out. This is long overdue. Like Issues 1 through 15. 1 through 15. This whole this issue yeah. 16 just came out this week. Your variant, by the way, which is which is awesome. Yeah. Which we just actually had to take down because we're not taking We got a lot of damages. I was doing that oh, earlier right. today. We'll, we'll talk about that. That's in, in a, a, a different second. story. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Let's keep it going. This is the first hardcover collection of Something is Killing the Children. It is coming out in two different versions of this hardcover. That is something to specifically point out here. This is a time when you want to pre-order something. If there's ever any time to pre-order something, it is this book right here. This is going to be limited. They're only doing this first printing. So however many pre-orders they get for this version of this comic, that's all they're going to make. This is coming in a special slipcase, which is a hard cover that goes over top of the actual comic. Like all of the absolute comics come with a slipcase. That's right. If you're somebody like me who likes big fancy hardcovers, this is the one to get. All right. Well, if you can't afford the extra 10 bucks, it's also a little more or expensive. Or if it sells out, which this is probably going to sell out it soon. Most likely will sell out. There is going to be this version of it for everyone else. Right. And it's a little cheaper, but it doesn't have the slipcase. It won't be it's as It's the same book, just without the slipcase. It's pretty much everyone who just wants to read it. Sure. Know? But that's just another one. Everyone loves uh, um, Erica Slaughter. Come on. I'm so excited for this. I am too, man. I got to get that. All right. Um, this Eat one looks rich. pretty interesting. Um, 
Yes. Um, Eat the Rich, uh, Sarah, what does it say? Gailey? Gally? Right. Gailey. Yeah. Gailey looks like it. And P.S. Buck. P.S. Buck. And Kevin Tong. Kevin Tong does the covers. All right. So um, this one looks interesting because it's just like a girl who's going up to visit her boyfriend's family in a hometown that's seemingly wealthy and, and perfect, except that although it seems ideal, the affluent perfection, what's underneath that is dark, deadly rot. They don't give a lot away. In the the word rot. Yeah, there's something, something creepy. I get like a vampire vibe from this almost. Or maybe they're all Daredevil cosplayers. <laughs> no, I mean, it's right? pretty funny. They're, like, <laughs> they're all mad. Maybe that's what the rot is. <laughs> like, <laughs> rot. What is this? What is this? <laughs> no, that's probably not what's happening. Is this Boom? This it's is Boom, Boom Studio. This is five Heck issues. Yeah. It's another five issue miniseries. I thought this looked cool. I'm getting this book. I'm hoping it's cool. It says at the bottom, perfect for fans of Stillwater, which is a book I'm really into right now. Stillwater oh and Nailbiter is another one that that's I have right. not read, but that's supposed to be really good. Okay. And then this last one, Not Ooh. All Robots. You know we're going to be chatting about this one, man. I can't wait to read this. This is done by, is this uh, a... Mark Russell. Yeah. But, this is done but, by AWA. AWA. Dude, of course. Did by, casual they're flick. killing it, man. I am AWA a big, is just yeah. nonstop fire coming I from the publishing love company. love those guys. All right. So this is like everyone gets assigned a robot in their home, and the robot does everything for them in the future. But then like what if the robot's turn into bad robots. I also recently, like today, just watched all of the Matrix movies and the Animatrix. So I'm like in a really big, like robots are going to kill us mood. I'm always in like a robots are going to rise up and kill us all. Battlestar Galactica. Watch Battlestar Galactica. Robots are going to kill us all. So this comic is going to be awesome. It's Yo. also written by Mark Russell. I don't like, yeah. I have recently, I just, fin- I just read Billionaire Island, which he wrote. It's hilarious. Like Mark yeah. Russell's a really cool writer and I'm, I'm really excited for this one. Sorry about that. You stepping on something? I'm stepping on the cat. It's not Butch. I'm like, making sure I'm not stepping on the cat. All right, here we go. Um, We are going to chat about now some comments that were left because you know what? We're chatting about. We still have one more giveaway to give out, right? Oh, we're going to do a giveaway right here right now because I want to hear some. um, Okay. I want to hear in the the comment section here in the chat as we um, dive into a very real thing that happened. You posed this question. I did. I wanted to know from the community. I'm like, what makes you stop reading a comic? That's a good question. You know I don't I mean? think about that ever. It's like, like, did you just come up with that earlier today? You're just sitting around. Of, no, I was like, I was thinking about it this week. I'm like, I want to have like a, a, a subject for this podcast, you know, okay. podcast number 39. Right here then. Chill with me and my homies. And everybody stops reading comics for different reasons. And I found myself, like I was thinking about it. And then I asked you and I'm like, man, we kind of have like different reasons. And I know everybody else does as well. So I kicked it to the community and this is some of the things that they said. And then I want to chat with you about it. So um, here we go. The first one was from Gorilla Comic Collection. He said, the story just drags on and the payoff isn't worth it. What do you think? I feel like everybody who responded to your comment was thinking about a specific. That's that's what I'm. That's the. I read this and I'm like, what comic is he talking about? Yeah, what payoff wasn't worth it? Comic fam, I want to know in the comment section for the community who is here with us. Hi. We're about to clear 200 viewers like oh. live on, on a Thursday. What's Don't going on? Don't say that. Then I get all nervous. I feel like it's there's really 200 cool people. It's really cool you guys are here with us. Um, but I want to know like what um, makes it so that you guys don't want to read a particular comment. Comic. Um, but yeah, when the story just drags on and the payoff isn't worth it, I would imagine, and I want to, okay, we're not going to take- <laughs> I feel like we're just going to put gonna, people- We're not going to say examples every single time. No. That's, that's not what this is for. Uh, a, we're, we hear all day. However, I would say that The Walking Dead Ooh. was definitely one of those situations for me. Because although I kept reading it, it was just getting to a point where, like Robert Kirkman was saying, 
like literally in the back of issue 193, I, I ended this a long time ago. I just had to keep writing it, and I just kind of kept doing the same things. You know, I say that I feel like every week that Robert Kirkman just doesn't know how to end a book. Oh my gosh! See, I I I, I like Robert Kirkman a little bit more than you. Yeah, I but but how does this, does this make you feel? Like, you know, because that's like, not a bad point. It drags on. That's one of the that's one of the, the reasons chaos. I like reading. You gotta have that hook. You know, that's I've talked that, about it multiple times today. How I like reading books that end, like five issue series, six issue mini series. You know, there's gonna be an end, like Casual Flick. There's no time to waste in a book like that. It's got to get to the point. Yes, it, it has to end. Like it's got a deadline, four issues, and you're done. So like get to the point. There's no time to lollygag. Right. That's how I feel like too. All right. This next one on here is uh, no clear direction. The story was, um, was wasted uh, uh, story and wasted characters. So no clear direction is another Spicy reason why people deluxe, stop. No pickles. Spicy deluxe, no pickles. Thank you so that much. Is a, that for is the a comment. great name. No clear direction I like it. to the story and wasted characters. Okay. That's right. So what do you think about that? It's not a bad character reason. development is tough, right? Story based reasons for dropping a book. That's probably why I would, if I was going to get rid of a book, it would be because of the story. If you don't care about the characters, what was the it, point? It, what's the whole point? Right. Right. And I think that's a big one. If you don't have a reason and you, you typically get that within the first couple pages, you know, you find out what they don't like. You find out um, maybe a challenge that they're trying to overcome. You get introduced to a tragedy in the very beginning. Something that makes you care about the character a little bit more when discussing horror stories and horror movies and things like that. You know, one thing that I'm always looking for is that connection with the character. It's very seldom that you have a good leading character of a horror franchise or horror movie. Seldomly are they memorable. And I'm talking like some of the biggest horror movies. You don't even get that great of character development with some of the biggest ones. A lot of time you're waiting for them to get killed by the killer, who is usually the person that you, that you root for. I'm talking about like, like depth. In a sure. character. It doesn't, doesn't happen in horror very often. You'll hear some of the most famous horror creators even talk about how they seldomly achieve that in their own movies. Right. So in a comic book, it's even more difficult, you know? But when it's done right, oh damn, is it good. Okay. Ho damn. I just said ho damn. Let's keep it going. That's not um, a curse word. It is not. No, I can't believe I curse in the show. All right. We have Joe Edwards Lewis. Joe Edward Lewis. Joe Edward Lewis. As a full name. So, so his response. <laughs> Sorry. I tend to follow creative teams. So yes. a sudden change can kill a series for me. How real is that, Ryan? I agree with that. There's two different, but this is like, there's two different things that happen. Because sometimes, like even in Immortal Hulk. Sure. Chat about Al Ewing, a good example. Every so often, you know, after a few issues, and typically it was like after like four to six issues, there was a break. Because the creators need to have a break, specifically the artist. So you'll right. get a new artist in, and that team of artists will kind of come in and then come back out. You know, they Let's usually just one fill quick, in a couple one or issues. Two. Right, that's fine. I actually really enjoy that. Department of Truth is what comes to mind for me. Thank they recently you. just did two a two issue kind of like ramble off of the main plot to kind of right. explore some flashback stuff. So with a new creative team in an ongoing series that has an established creative team, I'm all for it. Sure. Two thumbs up. I like it. It's like a, it's like a one-off episode. You're, you're getting right. something that maybe doesn't progress the story as much as other issues in the run. However, it's a nice break. It's a breathing. You know, you're able to take a, a breath as a reader, but also the creative team can take a breath as well. However, we had Venom just then. You know, Donny Cates is leaving the run. Almost last issue. Yeah, it's yeah, one left. left. It's one left. Well, yeah. Um, and there's gonna be a new creative team. Immortal Hulk. I want to know from the, in the in the comment section right now here. Who's going to read Immortal Hulk after Al Ewing leaves? I have never read Hulk before. This is the only time I've ever read Hulk. I have seriously debated whether or not. You are not. How could could whatever follows this be as good, right? Like, maybe it won't be. 
let me know in the comment section, comic fam. I want to hear what you think. You know, there's a lot of people who are reading Hulk for that exact reason, only for that reason. And yeah, worrying. Uh, it's, it's, it's just I'll try time. it. I'll, I'll try it. We got to try. But, you know, it just what is your gut Actually, response? this is a funny uh, uh, story. I was reading. Uh, I wasn't reading. I was collecting Guardians of the Galaxy by Donny Cates. He did 12 issues and then he dropped off and Al Ewing took it over. And I dropped it. It was one of the few books I've dropped, after, especially after one issue. Yeah. No more oh, Butch? Oh, he's, no. He's like, nope. I'm going to hang Don't out with Ryan. Me. He wants to hang out with Ryan. wants to get hair all over Ryan. That's fair. I'm okay Butch is on that. the table just causing a ruckus. All right. Um, oh, and I just want to make sure everyone knows that Comics with Bueller is in the house. Thank hey. you, brother, for hooking us up with some blowtorch. It's hot. And he wanted to let me know that he was blocked by Rob Liefeld. Well, that just makes sense. Bueller is offensive. Yeah. He is. The fire starter. All right, here we go. He smells like chocolate, apparently. <laughs> he smells like chocolate. I wonder if you saw that part of the video. Let's keep it going. Hope so. This next one here. Um, oh, is that it? No, oh, here we go. More than that. Um, this one I can relate to right now. <laughs> Richard Mann's four's response. He says, he stops reading a comic when his cat stands on top of the comic. Sure. And that's what happens with Butch sometimes. Sometimes Butch will invade the studio or my bedroom or the living room and jump on... Not the collectibles, because I have to keep those stored away because I know what he'll get into. Right. He's a little he's a little demon. But sometimes if he looks like super cute and he's laying down and I want to bug him, then he's going to sleep on the comic and I can't read the comic. So I feel you there, my brother. I feel you there. All right. Um, this is Solid High, the comic guy. He's an awesome guy over on uh, Instagram. Terrible writing or just awful word balloons where the writing is barely legible. Batman who laughs. Yeah, it's, was, it's tough I to read. I couldn't man. do it. It's black speech bubbles with red, blood red writing. It's so really it, tough. It man. hurts. It hurts to, to, to look at it, man. Yeah. And yeah. especially when you read his own series. He's running through all six issues, seven yeah. issues. And it's like, what? what? No, I can't, I can't follow this. I feel you there, man. I feel you there. I want to like it. I just can't read it. <laughs> I can read, though. Just not that book. You know what's really tough to read? Because um, it's, you know, like on the other end of it. Sandman. The first trade of Sandman is so tough to read and it's a combination of the art as well as the word bubble placement which is interesting because this is one of the most recommended stories in comic book history i read the first trade like oh it's my, amazing I, I don't get it i didn't get it oh he's got to keep going it was like 15 years ago it's, it's a weird it's a very strangely good comic book just that's what everyone says it's just it's a special one you're gonna you really aren't gonna find many people who are upset with the recommendation after they read it. They're going to be like, oh, wow, I want to get this tattooed on my face. So what's, what's going on? Um, and no, I actually don't have any Sandman tattoos. Not yet. All right, next one. We have Harm's Wage Ad. He says, if they can't keep me hooked with the story after three issues. And that got me thinking like, yeah, like typically after three issues, it's tough to keep someone on board. And I remember chatting with you about Berserker. Yes. And how you weren't really engaged after the first issue. I liked it. Right. But then second issue hit, and you're like, oh, dude, I cannot wait for issue three now. Nah, I don't know if I said that. but dude, I like, you were pretty damn excited. The second one is definitely an improvement over the first one. Oh, my God. Keanu you Reeves were, and Matt hyped. Kent are doing some doing some cool stuff. It's better than I thought it would be. However, eh. yeah. But it's not fair to judge. And <laughs> I, I know I just said I dropped a more, I dropped Guardians of the Galaxy issue one after, after Al Ewing. But it's normally... Not fair to give a book just one issue and then cancel it. Like, give it give it a shot. And usually, I feel like three, like Harm's Way Chad says here, three is usually a good 
you can get if it's not if it's not getting if it's not, if it's not doing it for you by three issues, then you're probably safe to bail. But then here's the thing: sometimes it, it happens in like the last issue, and you're like, "Oh, damn!" The last no. issue, Family Tree. Yes, that first trade, Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire. You're bringing everything full circle today. Oh man, it is how we do it, man. You know, um, Jeff Lemire wrote such a fantastic story, like Family Tree. I want to know who's read this. In, read in the Family Tree, guys. If you have, um, if you but it's. It, by the end of it, you realize, oh, this whole thing was a lead up for us to transition. Like halfway through, like issue six is like, yes. it's all prologue basically. Yeah. And that transition is so damn good. Yes. Like hot damn comic fam good. Read Family Tree. Read Family Tree. Um, yeah, little girl, what, what do you do when your daughter starts just growing a tree branch out of her back? Yeah. She's turning into a tree. It's crazy. But again, if you only read Good. through issue three and you're like, I don't know where it's going with this. Like, I don't know right. what's going on. You would miss out on a huge turning point that just takes you into a whole new position in the comic. That's just like, just like mindset is different when you're reading it. Like, oh, now you know what, the, what you're getting. Post-apocalyptic goodness. Uh, but I don't want to get into it too much because it's so damn good. Okay. Um, next one on the, uh, let's see here. Next comment from the community is from, who's this from? Our Puebla. There you go. It's simple. If I'm struggling to focus on a book, I usually drop it. And that kind of goes with what you just said. It could be struggling to focus like visually. It's not like the panels. That kind of focus. I talk about panel placement a lot. You do. I think that it's important. I think that as someone who's who's like, dude, I get so distracted when I read. I I can't even read like a a chapter book. Batwoman. That's a good example of something that like you don't really, it might be a struggle to kind of Maybe, I don't know. I haven't read it. So I don't know. It didn't look like a struggle at all. It looked no. like a glorious display. Of you get placement. excited to jump in. It's like jumping down a water slide. Like, yes. let me just follow along and I'm having fun. Exactly. That's Sometimes it's, like. it's not that easy to follow, like the placement of panels or sure. like word balloons are getting in the way of stuff. You don't know which direction to read, which one comes first because some editor didn't take the time to kind of like place the balloons in the right place. That happens a lot. Focus is pretty important to read. There you you want to feel like you're not reading. You want it to just go. Focus. I, that's a really, really good point. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, did we go? No, there's more. There's, there's more, more, right? More. There is more. Oh, here we go. We got another one here. Um, this is from AKA Mr. Bolo over on Instagram. When a story doesn't grip me enough to remember what's going on from month to month. <laughs> so this sound, this is first off very real because there's a lot of members who only consume their comics once a month when they pick up their comics um, or, or rather, you know, they're picking your comics like every week, but the story only comes out once a month. So you right. kind of forget what happened. It's personally why I like reading graphic novels more, or I like it's, to wait till I have a couple issues. That's how I used to do it. And now that I work at a comic shop, I have to keep up on everything every week. Sure. I keep a short box in my room of the last issue, sometimes two issue of every book I'm currently subscribed to. So I have a box of all the recent stuff before the new issue comes out. I always read Naturally. the one right before it. So it just ends up taking like twice as long, but it's fun. It makes it a lot easier to you know, you retain. Do you do. Yeah. It's tough though. I find myself having to reread a comic book. Like, ah, oh, did I, what, what happened? I like skim through it again. Like, oh, okay, that's what happened. I totally forgot. Um, but yeah, if you, you know, some of the biggest comics, like the, my favorite comics, oh, I don't forget. Like, I yeah. know what the next one's going to be like. Even if we have 30 other comics that are going to be read in between now and that last one, I still remember where Saga left off. I'm no, excited. Spoilers. No, I'm gonna talk about it. <laughs> I guess it's been out oh, for a my, few years. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a while, but you know, I have it. I just haven't got to it yet. I'm a bad man. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is from our. Wait, we already just. We did our Puebla. We already did our Puebla. So did I miss it? 
No, Mr. No, Bolos? I missed I missed Mr. Mr. Bolos, but that's it. Comic that's it. fam. Okay, we're done with that one. That's it. We we did it. Oh my goodness. We, we went finished through. that whole that whole little bit. We didn't even do the giveaway, we said. Well, we're gonna do a giveaway right now because this is what um this is what someone actually said here. Um <laughs> Dwayne Smith says, Love your show. Tom Dog. We appreciate you. Kyle Casilio says, Family Tree is brilliant. Thank you. I'm looking for uh it's really good. a comment on this section though. Let's see here. Fire Guy Ryan has good taste in comics. That Robert, is a good comment. That is a good comment. I agree. Um, I couldn't get into Sandman either. Maybe I should give it another shot. Uh, Joseph Scott, you absolutely should. You really need to. All right. And then, um, true, that comic ritual for me, Joffrey Castro, you what just want a giveaway. All right. Let's get it to him. Joffrey Castro. Um, we're going to hook him up with a wraith. He's got, oh, you, you got it over there. I got a wraith. I'm waiting for him. All right. Here's That's what how you we get. do it. Comic fam, we appreciate your time today. You're getting a Wraith signed. You're getting a Blowtorch issue number... Not signed. One, not signed, <laughs> but it's you know it's from Comics with Bueller, so we do appreciate it. Thank Watch you, Comic out, fam, for being here. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that like button. Don't hit your cats. Don't hit your cats. No, you got to be very careful with your cats. They get mad. They will bite you. They will scratch he's gonna you. He's going to roll right off the table. You know, he's just doing what he's doing, man. He wants the love. This is, see, I don't know. You guys can't see you it. You can't but, see um, him. He yeah. is laying down right here. Here, if I, if I, no, that's not gonna happen. It's he's, not he's here. No, it's not. Smart. He's, he's just like laying this whole this whole show. He's just been like right here, pretty much, just like chilling, getting scratches, down, as if he was getting like a sun, you know, like a suntan or something. That's kind of like sun, right? It's basically that's... like sun. We appreciate you, comic fan. Thanks for being <laughs> here. Thanks for joining us today, chatting about paper. Some of it's expensive. Some of it's not because sometimes you got to read them. You know, right. Uh, not like sometimes, the cheap stuff. Most Get the cheap times, stuff. More, more times than not. But we chat, we did a lot of things today. We chatted about books that you can spec on, some keys you can add to your collection that are really dope, that are affordable. Green Lantern stuff. I think that's pretty dope, dude. We did a bunch of giveaways. We talked about why people stop reading their comics. Soggy beans. Soggy beans. We covered all the bases today. This is amazing. Comic fan, we appreciate your time. As always, geek responsibly. Enough said.